Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We were just ignoring you. Ignoring <laughs> you. Ignoring <laughs> me? Okay, I got it. Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. Uh, I am your host, Ryan, and joining me today is TJ. It's TJ at home. And Ed and Bill. <laughs> and it's Bill on his couch. That's right. This is the first time we've ever recorded um, uh, not in the same room. Yeah, away from each other. That's it seems, right. It's, it's so lonely. It's weird. It is weird. I have a lot of uh, desk space, which is really nice. I'm liking that. But uh, so, yeah, we're obviously adhering to some, um, you know, uh, what is it? Social distancing. But it's not social distancing. We're, you know, physically distancing. We're still being social. We're just not being uh, physically near each yeah. other. But you it's know. called social distancing. I know. It's the same thing. It's the same I thing. Know. It's not like you're not allowed to FaceTime people. Yeah, right. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about all that in a little bit. Um, we are The Invincible Podcast. You can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com to be a part of the show. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube. Um, you can find us on uh, theinvinciblepodcast.com. Uh, we are also The Oblivion Song Podcast. And... Um, uh, that comic is currently on a little bit of a hiatus, but we released those episodes uh, the first. What is it, TJ? The first Friday after every episode, after every issue. After every issue releases, mm-hmm. uh, the following Friday is our new episode. Hi- on a hiatus right now, but it's coming back in June, uh, so we haven't done a new episode. Um, but we got some things in the works that are coming. So yeah. And, uh, and if anybody's behind on Oblivion Song, there are new uh, trades and such coming out because now's a good time to get caught up on everything. They're actually out, so now's the did time. They, did the uh, that fourth the trade fourth, come out? It did. Nice. Um, so that would be everything, right? That's everything to get caught up on Oblivion Song. Yep. Cool. Um, otherwise, we're uh, this episode we're gonna shake things up a little bit. Not only because we are you know doing this over. Uh, over video uh, and not being in the same room together, but we're going to change up the order a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about some Invincible-related news things that's been going on, as well as, um, you know, obviously we want to touch on uh, how the coronavirus has been, you know, impacting us and in, in our day-to-day. Uh, and we'll tie that into some other stuff, some shows and whatnot that we've been watching. But after that, we're going to get into our main topic, which is actually having um, an Invincible fan on the show with us, a fan that we actually met over at New York Comic Con this past year, a listener on the podcast. Uh, And he actually requested to be part of the rereader with us for uh, Volume 20. Specifically for Volume 20. Yeah, yeah, specifically. He told us months and months and months ago that, hey, when you guys get to Volume 20, I want to be a part of it. So we're going to chat with him uh, later in the episode as well as, uh, you know, talk all about volume 20 of uh, Invincible. So uh, so kicking it off, something that we did, which was pretty exciting. You know, it was uh, in the works for a little while. Uh, we got to play Invincible Guess Who. So that video is out. It's over on our YouTube channel. And it, uh, it was kind of a, a little, you know, a little 
project that I, I gave myself because I wanted to play an Invincible related board game. So I figured the best way to do that is to just make my own, except, you know, that takes a lot of time to figure out how to do that. And so I just kind of uh, did a custom guess who board and uh, we tried to figure out how to play it together and we wanted all of us to be able to play it once. So we got our friend Mike who did the Invincible trivia with us and he joined us and we did two versus two. And we went to the winery where I work and filmed it like in a really cool way. And uh, it ended up being pretty long and a little complicated on the technical side. But in the end, I made a, a montage out of the out of the whole thing. And uh, you can go and watch that now. And we had a lot of fun doing that. It's weird now thinking about that uh, because that was right around the time where it was like, are we like, are things going to be closed soon? Because that was right at the beginning of coronavirus stuff and so it's it's weird looking back at that and it not being that long ago and being like oh wow we were all able to hang out you know because I, I we haven't really seen each other that much since then at all yeah like really that was kind of the last time mm-hmm. so but it is really funny for like for as random as the montage is it's it's you can kind of get a gist <laughs> of how chaotic it was and how fun it was. So yeah. if you haven't watched it, watch it because it is very, very funny. Yeah, and hopefully we'll do something like that again. TJ, you and I especially been talking about how we'll do like, we'll, we'll simplify it a little bit, maybe just do the one-on-one, um, make it a little bit more straightforward. And we get, definitely got a lot of practice in by doing uh, that two versus two version. And so when we do the uh, one-on-one version eventually someday, uh, we'll probably be a little bit better at it and we'll, we'll be able to air the whole thing as opposed to just doing the clips, but we'll see. Um, other than that, uh, the Skybound CGC vault sale happened uh, a couple weeks ago, and the very first item, which I I really kind of regret not getting because it was pretty cool, is a 9.8. I was very close. Dude, I was so close. And it was, it was at the time I was messaging people and things were going back and forth, and I never, like, I went to go get it, like, to consider it, and, like, it was already gone. It went pretty mm-hmm. fast. But anyways, it was um, uh, Final Issue of Invincible 144 as a 9.8 CGC graded, as well as the Terra variant um, as a 9.8. And that was... Um, it was like $50, 50 for 50 both bucks. of them. Yeah. For both of them. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. And um, Sean Kirkham uh, did a great job talking about it and like uh, hosting it. And he mentioned that the next one will, will have some Oblivion song stuff which is pretty cool that's exciting as it's, well it's, as it got me excited of how many people were like spamming the comments wanting oblivion song that because i didn't think that it had a lot of um you know that much of a following but a lot of people wanted it which is exciting yeah i did notice that did notice everybody bringing it up in the comments like that um speaking of the comments though quite a few times uh san diego comic-con was brought up by me <laughs> well there was a, there was a, i noticed other people asking though but then it was definitely really? you he was asking he was answering mine directly no i know i know oh, cool. but i definitely I'm saw famous. it <laughs> i definitely saw it uh asked a few times though and he even he even brought it up a couple times you know and like you know asking like hey what is the what is the status uh, are there any anything you know Can- cancellation news cancellation news about san diego comic-con um and he said he said nothing uh, as of yet. That's still, you know, they're planning everything as if it is still happening. And then someone else asked, um, 
you know, if it does get canceled, are you still, guys still going to try and do something? And he said, absolutely. He said, this is going to mark our 10th anniversary of Skybound. So we have a lot of things uh, planned, a lot of things to announce that we uh, timed, um, you know, purposely up to this, up to San Diego Comic-Con. So if not, they're still going to do something, which is cool. Yeah, so that that, um, that makes me feel better. I mean, yeah, we, we've kind of come to terms with the fact that San Diego will most likely be canceled. It's it's very very likely, and so knowing that, hey, regardless of whether or not it actually happens, Skybound will still be doing something. You know, whether it's you know their own kind of I don't know Nintendo Direct type of thing or what, it's still kind of cool to think about. You know that we might still get some news out of it. And I like that it is their 10th anniversary, so that should be that should be pretty cool too. That see whatever they have planned uh, in the works. So, what's up, TJ? Can you still hear everything? Yeah, no, I I'm hearing banging. I wasn't sure if someone was knocking on my door or not. <laughs> uh, maybe not. We just see TJ jump up. Somebody <laughs> comes in his house. He looks like a meerkat for a second. For those yeah. of obviously no one can see it, he just like stopped and was like, "What's that? What's that?" Well, it's weird because I'm hearing. I, I'm here. I'm definitely someone's like. I live in an apartment complex, so I think somebody's like nailing something. But I have headphones on, so I can't. Like I had to take the headphones off to tell like what's going on. So yeah, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Now that we're all caught up, <laughs> um, but kind of. Piggybacking off that San Diego Comic-Con thing, uh, Free Comic Book Day has also been, well, I can't say also because we don't know anything about San Diego yet, but Free Comic Book Day has been officially postponed. That would have been the, um, I want to say the first week in May. It was like May 2nd or something like that, but uh, first week of May. And uh, the the only reason why we bring this up is because there was that reprint of Invincible Issue 1 that was going to be a, a Free Comic Book Day thing. And, you know aptly timed with the you know the announcements of uh skybound 10th anniversary and hopefully a little bit of something about the animated series or something just reminding people or just to get invincible back out in the public eye um but they said it's officially not canceled but it will be postponed so we'll see how that goes i mean everything everything's kind of a mess right now with diamond distributors and and what comic shops are going to look like at the end of all this so we'll see um but otherwise, and I should have brought this up when I talked about the Guess Who video, but um, uh, Kelsey from the Let's Let's Talk Invincible uh, Twitter account and I were doing a uh, a playthrough of Sims 4 over on PlayStation and streaming it over on YouTube and leaving the videos up on YouTube so you can still go over there and watch them. But she had an idea where um, she wanted to play the Sims and create characters from Invincible and just let them just run wild and such. So we, we fooled around in it. Um, uh, last Sunday and we're going to try and do this every now and then where we just pop in and create characters and let them do things but we created Mark and uh, Eve and Marky and Tara and put them all in a household and just just watch their shenanigans. Is that what I saw on Twitter? Is yeah. I saw a Tara where she's, she, she's the one who's put that up right? Probably yeah. The Tara of, of her in her like Tara suit like in the invisible yeah. suit? Yeah. I don't uh, think that, that was her. No, was, who, what was that? I saw that, that on been, Twitter. Someone said I made Tara. That was Animal yeah. Crossing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which okay. was awesome, by the way. Like, uh, yeah, that we retweeted really cool. that. Uh, that looks really good. No, but we made them in um, in Sims Four, and it's just funny watching like someone who looks like Eve like talk to Marky about 
airplanes and then goes sits on Marky's bed and eats a bowl of soup or something like it's just really random it's just funny and then we created uh um horrible uh iterations of alan and talia that uh because you're pretty limited with the sims 4 you obviously can't make someone with one eye so it's a very humanoid looking version of each of them and we're gonna have them live in the same neighborhood and stuff like that and just kind of fool around but so keep an eye on uh, uh, on both our Twitter account as well as Let's Talk Invincible uh, Twitter account in order to find out when we're playing the next one and uh, or when we're streaming the next one. But like I said, they're on YouTube uh, as long as well as the Guess Who video. So check those out. Um, <clears throat> other than that, before we uh, bring James on, we wanted to talk a little bit m- more about the um, the way coronavirus has kind of messed with our day today and um you know obviously led to us getting into some more entertainment whether it be uh movies tv shows comic books or whatnot and uh so we figured we're going to do our typically we do this at the end of the episode so we're going to kind of fit it in right here um but tj i want to start with you because you have a really interesting um uh what what would you call it um, relationship with what's going on right now, given your job, I find it kind of fascinating. Yeah. So, um, I mean, COVID-19 is all anybody obviously is talking about. Everybody's locked in their homes, but literally like I, I'm, I work for a company called, uh, Thermo Fisher. We've been in the news a lot. Uh, basically we're, um, leading the charge in, um, manufacturing the test kits. And also, um, we have, um, we're working on supplying the products for the vaccine that all the products that are going into the vaccine. So, um, you know, I'm an essential worker, which is good. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that I still have a job, but it has been like unbelievably stressful. I mean, people, I mean, just outside of myself, but there are so many people out there that are, there really are working to like, you know, try and do what they can to get this taken care of. Right. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been stressful, but it's been positive. It's it, it shows that there are people out there doing what they can to get to get um, test kits out. I mean, um, originally they said that there was going to be five million test kits um, distributed uh, a month, and um, we've been doing um, or we they've been doing five million a week, which is which is really really good. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I've been sitting. Now, other than, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll just go around to each of us before we talk about some of the shows and stuff, but Bill, like you're the one with kids and everything like that. What is it? I haven't even talked to you about what you guys are doing. Like, how does Riker and Remy understand, you know, why you guys aren't able to go places or do things? I mean, or is it not really impacted them that much? I mean, obviously school, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, school, schools, that's weird. But I mean, a lot of parents are dealing with that. It just feels like uh, an extended summer vacation, you know, but we still have, um, like lessons for them to do. And, and Liz is kind of like their homeschool teacher, but okay. you know, what's interesting is, is Riker is nine and he, he understands like the severity of the situation as does Remy. Like she, Remy's like, I don't want to catch the virus. And she's, she says the virus and it seems <laughs> very zombie movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other day, like it was very strange cause, um, Riker knows pretty much everything about it. You know what I mean? Like wow. he knows what the symptoms are and like how you get it and, and all that stuff. So he, he was sitting on the couch with us and we were watching bloodshot. Cause it was one of those 
um, on-demand movies that you can rent. Yeah. Um, and we rented it. He wanted to watch it, and we did. But he's sitting there, and all of a sudden he starts breathing really heavily, and he's like, I, I'm feeling like I can't breathe right now. Like, I don't know. So he's he's feeling like how I feel, where as an adult you're like, oh, my God, is this just anxiety or is oh this gosh. like a symptom? So he's he's been very, very anxious about it all, which is really hard yeah. um, because I – and I'm sure you guys know, like you, you just have bouts of like anxiety and you just, you're tight chested and it's, and it's hard to kind of like work through it. Um, so that's the hardest part. But I mean, other than that, it's, it's like, well, I'm essential too, believe it or not. So, you know, managing my customers accounts and stuff like that, but our store is closed. We can't let anybody in. So there's no contact and on our store is sterile, but you know, I come home and strip down, um, and shower right away and stuff like that. So we're just being cautious and, and yeah. you know, it hasn't hit really anyone in our circle, I, I think, yet. So Are you still actively going into work? Yeah, I'm going to my store, but the showroom's locked. Like so our couldn't you our work from home locked. or you can't? That's that's like the next step. You know what I mean? There's steps in which like like we 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 took. Um and right now the company feels like this is an okay way to operate. Ninety two, frankly, like, you know, the I was last week Monday it was like business as usual, go in customers' homes yeah. and service their stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> listen, I don't care what the company tells us to do, you guys aren't going in customers' houses. Yeah. And we were kind of like, you know, three days ahead of the curve. Um and then the a day before that the company announced it in New York State especially because like here is the worst. The city's the worst, but you know, yeah, yeah. Erie County's pretty bad actually. I think um, um I guess one benefit of being part of New York and how bad New York City is is that it applies to everybody. So New York was on lockdown pretty quickly and early on mm-hmm. in all of this. So even though most of that was for the city, everywhere else got, you know, got to benefit from from shutting down and holding up. Right. Right. But sorry, so. go on. No, no, that's that's pretty much it. So yeah, life has been. I mean, it's it's weird. It's very strange going to work every day. It's very strange, it's you know, so just weird, being man. out on the it's, street. It it hasn't quite gotten like I haven't quite gotten used to it. But I'm I feel like I'm slowly starting to actually get used to it, which is really weird. The first couple of weeks, like the a week and a half ago or so, was the weirdest, where it everything had just stopped. And I talked to you a little bit about it, Bill. How it and like you talked about and even TJ a little bit about how stressful it is and how like the 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 weird anxiety that is is tied to this and the obsession with tracking the news and reading things and hearing about what's next and which feeling, I don't anymore and, and feeling all. it getting closer and closer and that's what I talked yeah. to you about about how like I I told you I was like I have to stop I have to yeah. stop looking at things and reading things and and uh and because it's bad and it's going to get worse and mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about it you know I mean there's only I mean all we can do is what we are doing is just being safe and careful and not. So all three of us are actively working right now. Yeah. And, so I'm um, still, I'm still going in. I'm still considered essential, but we mm-hmm. like bill, we've closed off, um, you know, somewhat of our operations, but because of that, we are getting, um, you know, the business is not doing as well. You know what I mean? Like we're not getting nearly as many customers. Of course and not. So we're cut back on hours. I mean, my hours have been cut severely and, mm-hmm. You know, I know people that have lost jobs already, you know, like it's to the point where, you know, we're seeing it everywhere. But what were you saying, TJ? 
Uh, just like we're all still working and we're lucky to oh, yeah. be working. But uh, at the same time, like literally I I go to work and as stressful as work is, then I come home and I'm <laughs> I live alone. Yeah. So I don't dude. have any to play board games with. But like like I can't I can't see you guys. I can't see any of my other, other friends. Can't go out anywhere. It's I've been like pulling my hair out. So yeah. literally it's work and home and there's nothing good at work and there's nothing good at home. So it's just like it's it's stressful. It's stressful. I bet. I bet. I feel really bad for you and anyone that has to be home yeah. alone. During there's this, so many you know? people that have it so much worse than. Oh, I know. Me yeah. Austin, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, it yeah. sucks. What's weird is is at the at the height of my anxiety because I was ch- every morning I would wake up and I would search coronavirus and then hit news yep. and I would just read everything and I was all over Facebook and honest to God Ryan since you and I talked about what like five days ago yeah maybe a week ago about I I, I don't do that anymore I don't know I don't do that anymore because like like you said it's just it's you know that it's gonna get worse and yeah. you just have to be careful that's it and it's knowing all that isn't changing what i'm doing yeah once i stopped doing that i almost feel back to normal except the way that it feels is how every day feels like when you wake up from a nightmare Mm -hmm. and you kind of feel like ugh, like that nightmare kind of sticks with you a little bit you know what i mean like how you feel like you're still kind of in that dream and your whole day feels like that so it's just fucking it's so weird that we're it's so weird that we're living through this it's so weird that my kids are like have have this to talk about like they didn't go to school for an entire year almost like it's just you walk into a you walk into a grocery store grocery store and there are aisles upon aisles that are completely empty that is straight out of a movie yeah and people looking straight down not looking at you staying it's so weird like if someone walks if i'm in an if i'm in an aisle like a small aisle someone turns a corner and they will wait for me to leave the aisle and I will do the same thing. Like it's just yep. instinct now. It's so fucking weird. Like how we're all becoming movies, watching movies and TV shows <laughs> where people hug and shake yes. hands. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, like, that's so fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was the other day. It was like a, it was a set. It was a Saturday or Sunday. I think it was a Sunday afternoon, you know, and I was driving down like a main road uh, around us and it was dead no cars around and it felt like everything feels like when you go on a trip and you wake up at like two or three in the morning to get a head start on that long drive and everything around you is just all those roads that you know are just completely empty and nothing's open yet and it's it's that's what it feels like and it's that it feels like a weird we, nightmare we yeah. live in we all live in like you know uh new york like buffalo niagara falls area um but like we also follow kind of funny and they live in San Francisco and it's always busy and, there. and they were talking about how yeah and they were talking about how like if they have to go out for essentials there's 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 normally normally no parking spots everywhere <laughs> the city is always like tons of people out and they say when they go out now it's like a it's like a zombie movie it's like a desert wasteland it's just there's parking spots everywhere there's just nobody out and it's creepy it's crazy to think about and we're living yeah. through that in real life I know. And it's 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 really interesting, and we're not going to dwell on it too much longer because, like we said, I mean, it's not worth you know, it's 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 nice to talk about it and it's nice to show the solidarity and everything like that, and and you know to as we've been saying, and, like and, it's and not we want we, to, and I was we're just saying, overkilling it right now, but it's better to overkill than to you know of course be, yeah be precautious yeah we're just being precautious and like I was saying like I sure. wanted I, we two days ago we didn't know 
how we were going to record this episode or if we were going to record this episode or just postpone it or something like that. But a lot of this and why we're talking about it is to show that like, hey, we, we want to have some normalcy. We want to still be able to put something out. We still want to be able to talk about it. We got to keep keep doing what we do. And whether we have to do this for, you know, another month or three more months or another year, I mean, we don't know yet, but it's nice to we, we still got to do something, you know, and um, and we'll see. Like I said, so there was something else I was going to say, though. Oh, yeah. And the impact that this is going to have on not only comic shops, like I mentioned earlier, um, but movie theaters and video games and movies getting delayed and um, shows and all of media is going to be um, seen for years from now. You know, which is there's so much it's just that, like it's just so like much... a writer's strike, but more. Yeah, there's so much that like we take advantage of that we don't think about. For instance, I've been waiting for um, Outer Worlds to come out on the Switch. And I've been waiting to buy that for the Switch, and it was supposed to come out in March. Well, guess what? It got delayed until, I think, June or July because of this. Like, yeah. And thank God video games are, like, digital. You know what I mean? But, like, the games that are coming out now are good, but what about the games that are in development? Oh, yeah. Like, every, yeah. everything is on shutdown. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of – there are some good things that will come out of this, too. Like, a lot of things that we haven't been doing that were that people think, like, we probably should have been doing this all along. Like they're probably even when we come out of this, there I can see some some things changing to keep like some sense of social distancing still happening in grocery stores and in highly populated areas. I can see something like that happening. It's weird I mean, to even, think that like even uh, even six months from now, even if if this goes away and and things are somewhat back to normal, do you think people are going to feel comfortable as comfortable being in a crowded movie theater next to strangers or going no. to a place like San Diego Comic Con or a, a convention where you're shoulder to shoulder with strangers like if, sweating if it does go back to normal it would take years yeah It'll, it, it would have to be after a vaccine like for people to feel like it's safe because i could say yeah. you know i don't know it's bizarre man it's really crazy yeah. that we're living through this and, and and it's weird to think that the last time we recorded an episode after we finished recording that episode we talked together after the mics were off for like a half hour about oh whether or not this is going to be a big deal whether or not it's going to get here and how serious it's going to be impacting us and and it it feels like that was a year ago like this this the that whole month was crazy so it, it's weird to think where we're going to be a month from now when we record this next episode and how much has changed and what we've learned and you know we'll see you know that's all we're kind of doing right now is going day to day so but that's all so don't have much else oh yeah because we're all holed up tj what have you been watching reading playing what have you been doing things tell me about them uh so i started this new show um Mm -hmm. that is really really like really really good um it's called the outsider and it's on hbo okay and it's what was that i was just moving something on my computer (laughs) go ahead but I heard something. It sounded something eerie. I sound. I heard. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, yeah, it's called The Outsider, and it's it's awesome. It's it's like it's creepy, but like not like horror creepy. Like Ryan, you could watch it easily. But it's it's definitely. <laughs> I love how that's the barometer. It's it is it is because you hate anything horror. Um, but no, it is it is really really good. The story is so good, and I like how do you. What is the genre know. other than creepy? Like, is it I modern day? Is it alien? I, is it sci-fi? Is it mystery? It's, it's, it's like, it's a mystery. Like, it's a crime mystery mixed with 
horror like I would say horror, right? Do you know what the premise is? Yeah, I watched the first two episodes. There it's supernatural. It's okay. a supernatural. Yeah. yeah. Is it like it's Eldritch some... Horror or you know what I mean? Like is it like um what is that called? Uh that's um Lovecraftian. Yeah, like of, Lovecraftian. Right? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Goodbye. <laughs> <But laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, I would say it's like that. Okay. But basically like yeah there it's it's a it's a mystery and obviously it's in a town of people that don't believe in like supernatural stuff so it's like them trying to work through it and like the reveals in the show are so good it's so good like once you really get into the show like get a couple episodes in just like any show it Mm -hmm. really it it's awesome but it's like you have to give it that chance because i i don't want to it's not slow but it's very story driven. Like, how do you like how Bill, how would you say Shawshank Redemption is like if I came to you and I said that Shawshank Redemption is slow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not like it's okay. it's like really good story. You know, it's like that. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, that's awesome. So I recommend that. I think you guys, I think you guys you guys would both love it. I but do speaking. like it. I, I don't know why I, we haven't finished it. So, yeah, keep going. All right. I'll check it out. Speaking of well, uh, HBO, you, did you did you did either of you watch Westworld yet? The new season no fuck no, no. <laughs> okay no, no, no. i haven't started it yet i plan on it i watched one and two i just haven't gotten around to starting this one yet ryan you told me that you started watching a show when you you didn't tell me what it was no i i think i i did tell bill because i told bill to watch it bill did you start it yet no because okay. we've been watching ozark but that's Got we it. finished tell that me about, about ozark days. in a minute otherwise okay. tj Amazon Prime original. Again, okay. Hunters? Amazon, no, which I do want to watch that. But again, Amazon Prime coming through with the really good shows. Uh, I finally got around to it. I've been hearing a lot of things about it. Fleabag. Did you watch I've that? I've never even heard of it. Really? It won a ton of um, Emmys and everything, uh, uh, I want to say last year. And I was hearing a lot about it online and everything. Um, I know the Nerd Chatting guys talk about it a lot, or at least I think they do. But it's a, it's a UK show, so... Maybe that's why I'm making that connection. Um, but it's brilliant. I mean, the writing, the acting, it's just, it's one of those things that, like, when I tell you, like, it's that kind of writing, you know what I mean. We've we've been friends long enough. We know how, like, when we say that kind of thing. Yeah. It It's really, really good. And um, it's just a, it's just a, it, it follows this character along her life and, uh, it's about her and her messed up life and the, how she's dealing with it. But the the writing and uh, it's kind of a dark comedy. You know what I mean? So uh, only two seasons. Each episode is like 20 minutes or so. Only six episodes per season. You'll knock it out in a, a weekend. Like just knock it out this weekend. I'm telling you, both of you, just do it. It'll be no, one. Check it out. I, I want you to so bad. It was so fun to watch. Like it's, it, I I haven't laughed like that in a show with Katie. Like sitting on the couch and us just rolling in so long. So uh, yeah. before you talk about Ozark, because you said that that show, the Fleabag show, is twenty minute episodes. It's only six six episodes deep. I watched another series that is like that too, and it was awesome. It was really good, and it's called um, uh, I Am Not Okay with This. It's on Netflix. And it's got the girl from it. Bev. Yeah, Bev, right? Yeah. The redhead. Yep. It was awesome. It's basically, it oh. has like a, it's like an indie comedy feel, but it's got a lot of emotion in it too. It kind of feels like Juno, okay. like the movie Juno. Um, but superheroes. 
No. Well, no, she's not a superhero, but she does discover that she has like mind bending abilities, like a superpower, but not like superhero. But Mm -hmm. it's like this like really awkward, nerdy girl just discovers that she can like do things with her mind. And it's her dealing with it on top of like obviously like other life shit that's going on in her life. But it's it's only seven episodes long, 20 minute episodes. I killed it in like literally one night. And then I I watched the finale the next morning. It's super Mm -hmm. quick. So check you should check that out too. I think I Ryan, I think you especially would How really many episodes like that. was it? It's only seven episodes, twenty episodes a piece. Or twenty okay. minutes a piece. Okay, cool. I will. Bill, how's Ozark? My uh, my turn? Okay. All right. So <laughs> So you, he, TJ, you watched The Outsider, right? Which was Jason Bateman. Yes. He's oh amazing. my fucking and God. Anything okay, he does. So, anything he so, does. So Ozark is, in my opinion, getting to the point to where it is more it is consistently better than the best shows that I've seen. Like season one, holy fuck, really good. Season two, even better. This last season, guys, I season three, I can't even tell you that for an entire episode and a half, I had tears in my eyes. Like it <laughs> it took it took something. That was so real. Like it took just like because these shows, you know, drug cartels and all that stuff like people die. Right. And it's surprising. But when big people die, it's just kind of supposed to be like, a oh, kind of like, you know, holy shit, that was crazy. But it it was so real that I couldn't like I couldn't hold back the emotion. It is so fucking good. Jason Bateman is in in fucking credible with it. Mm -hmm. He might be my favorite. It's funny you say like that that Ozark. Um, because like I also watched the first two episodes of Ozark, <laughs> I thought it was good, but just not enough to continue it. It, it, it probably the it, same long, thing as like how long has the show been going it, on? It kind of got away from three me. three seasons. Three seasons. I, is this? I feel like I've been hearing about the show for like six years. I got to be confusing it with another thing. No, it's it's probably because it because it, it pops up and it's really really hot for about two weeks because people binge it like Netflix shows. Is it but consistent it's, every year, or did it take like does it take a couple years for a season to come out? Um, I f- I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't have a good answer for you. It feels like it's been a while since season okay. two, but then but I don't what, know. Okay, then it's probably what I'm thinking of. But yeah, because huh? All right. Is yeah. It the, is this the one where I remember like season one? You saying that it was like Breaking Bad levels of like anxiety, stress. It, like you're watching it like it gets crazy it, where it's uncomfortable. Yeah. The first, the first two seasons are like that because they're really establishing like, like what they do. You know what I mean. And the yeah. third season is, is now they're in this world, so the drama changes, but it's not, um, it's never boring. Like it's never something that's uninteresting or or anything like that. You know how, you know how Breaking Bad had like a season that like when Hank was like collecting minerals and it was just yeah. fucking random. Like this is kind of stupid. I don't understand why it doesn't do that. Like that's why I'm saying it's it's. It's consistently okay. always better than the last season. Okay. So watch it. It's like it's like Issues of Oblivion song. It's just very consistent. Can, yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, any other shows that you guys have been watching? Uh, I've watched a lot of movies. I, I, yeah. Me and Liz rented Jojo Rabbit. Dude, I TJ, holy shit. I still really need to see that. Our friend Mike told I us saw that. In, that, that I saw it in theaters. It. TJ. Jojo Rabbit, the part that you know I'm talking about, holy shit. 
when he hugs Do you need me to take mom. my headphones off for a second? Uh, no, no, no. Because okay. I don't want to ruin dude. it for anybody else that's listening either. Okay, okay. But yeah, it's 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 such a good movie. Like the, Katie the and I whole it feel of the movie too. is very it's it's strange, but like in a good way. It's awesome. But yeah, definitely see it if you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. It's very good. What what's so what's the it's Takei Wakiti or Wakai Tai or whatever? <laughs> Taika. So he's. Have you guys seen like what they do in the darkness? Or, or I know um, of it. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first episode. And you've seen Thor. The, like you've you've seen you've the you've seen stuff that he does, right? Yeah, so you know yeah. what kind of movie it is. You know yeah. what kind of writing and directing he does. He's very like out there, funny. Um, this movie, he plays Hitler. He plays an yeah. imaginary Hitler. I've seen it. And stuff. His what you've seen is like very like slapstick, making fun of it. But then he kind of slowly transforms into like don't what give anything I, away I feel like what real hitler would be and it's it's incredible like it's it's just it's so good it's and everyone in it, it is fantastic it sam rockwell is I fucking sam awesome rockwell. sam rockwell is is TJ. anything he does just oh my God. same thing he's amazing it was incredible it was very good it yeah, was I very finally, good finally i finally that was finally, the one i was rooting for to win the oscar but i knew it wasn't going to finally watched whiplash Oh yeah, we we, we and you wouldn't talk bit. to it, you, but well, you wouldn't. You were like, we have to talk about it in person, but this is as close as it's gonna get. Well, so, no, Ryan, we, what did we you talked think? a little bit about it in person after the guess who, but we were kind of trying to run and and wrap up. That oh, that's night. right, that's right. Yeah. So we did talk about it a little bit, and you guys were telling me about the uh, uh, Weird Al video, but I still haven't watched. Um, but the uh, yeah, I loved it. It was very very good. I, there was a couple things that felt a little out of place to me, um, but it is totally. Like, it's one of those things where, like, if T- TJ says it's, his, is it your favorite movie of all time or just your favorite in the last 10 years? It's my favorite movie. Of all time. Of yeah. all time? It's my favorite movie. It's, I think so, it's, yeah. It's one of those things I love where it I'm so like, much. I can't, I can't say you're crazy. You know what I mean? I can. I can say you're crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, no I, no, I can't say you're crazy. It's, 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 it's like me with Eternal Sunshine or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. You're not, it's not a I think a movie. lot of people would watch Eternal Sunshine and, and think the same thing. Yeah. Bill, you chose Shawshank Redemption, which you're not wrong, but like, okay, like it's the obvious. I'm going to argue with you about Shawshank Redemption. You know what I mean? So, What's wrong with that? I, I, but, I, but I feel like movies have come out since Shawshank that well, have changed ha- my it opinion. It just so on... happens that your favorite movie is also like, at the top of every single like greatest movies of all time yeah. list. <laughs> That's what he's saying. It's not, and and and, and it was your yeah. favorite movie before those lists were made. So we're not calling you out on that. It right. just so happens that it's like, oh, of course, I'm calling you out. Fuck you. <laughs> but but I would but I would even say but I would even say like since then like movies like Chef and King mm-hmm. Speech have come out that like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I I feel King Speech I would say is the same level of Shawshank like what it does King's, to me. But... I think King Speech is the same level of like Whiplash. Like they're they're both like just that level of movie. Mm-hmm. So Robert Kirkman tweeted out a couple of days ago a list His of movies. like somebody was kept retweeting like the the top five movies that you watch the most in your life. Yeah. And I started doing a list because I was going to post it, but I couldn't post it because there's so many. It, it's so hard. But my number one movie that I've watched the most in my life is a it's clear number one, but it's not on my top five favorite movies, which is kind of strange. Really? My number one most my, my watched movie. movie, my number one most watched movie in life is as good as it gets. Oh, <laughs> I watch that TJ? movie constantly. It I is on like TV that... all the time, and whenever it's on, I have to watch it. I feel TJ? like that means it needs to be in your top. 
Hey, Liz. It's in my top 10. Can you hear Liz? If she yes. talks loudly, yes. Okay, Liz, make sure you talk loud enough so everyone can hear. But when was the last time we watched As Good As It Gets? You're crazy. We just watched it on Netflix like two days ago. <laughs> Dude, It's uh, since it's been on Netflix, I've watched it twice, like within the last couple months. It's That's always on AMC, movies. and I always watch it every time of time. And the you, whole guys thing. Are gonna, you guys are going to flip out. That's one of those movies that I don't think I've sat and seen the entire thing front to back. I've seen the entire movie in pieces like 50 times. But, but Ryan, never... that's another that's another like feel good movie that you would fucking love. Like I know your taste in uh, movies, you would love that movie. Yeah. It's like it's, Chef, it's, dude. To me it's, it's like, like Walter Mitty. Exactly. It's like yeah. that. It's, it's like not it, a movie it, that you have to overthink. It doesn't have a lot of like barriers to it. Yeah, it's just yeah. people interacting with people. And that's I mean, I know is. it. I know the movie just because of the, all the all the pieces of it I've seen, but hmm. yeah. yeah. I have uh I am very far into Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh I am Probably I probably got about fifteen to twenty percent left, and I'll I'll be satisfied with how much I put into it. Uh, and after that, I don't know what I'm going to go into playing next. I know that Final Fantasy VII remake will be out soon, within the week. Bill, are you getting that? So I've thought about it, Ryan. Yeah. Did you play the demo, Bill? And <laughs> yes, TJ, TJ. What what movie? What movie? You know, I've been given a lot of th- a thought to that. And uh, and I and I have an answer for you. And no, <laughs> it's as good as oh, it gets. I know it. It's as good as it gets. <laughs> it is it. Like, like you want to go dancing, and he's like, I've been oh, giving a lot of right, thought to that. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. I I. And she's like half standing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna buy it, Ryan. I All right. I played the demo. I think that it's it's. It's a stripped down version of what Final wow. Fantasy to me always kind of was. It feels very like hack and like it feels like a '90s hack and slash game. It didn't even feel good to me. Like and I'm going to ask you a question, Bill, and this isn't calling you out in any way. Do it. Okay. Do when it. When was the last oh, time you played a turn-based out. RPG? Um, I just played through Final Fantasy VIII again on my Vita within the last year. Okay. What is the newest turn-based RPG you've ever pl- you've played? Um, Have you played a turn-based turn RPG within it's the last like ten Final years? Final Fantasy fifteen. Final Fantasy fifteen. I played and, and beat. Was fifteen turn-based? Oh yeah, they did make that one turn-based, didn't they? No, no, it wasn't turn-based. It was auto fighting, where you just yeah, automatically yeah. attack, and then you can kind of do magic it's and so, stuff like that. It's so, so interesting to me that you're such a fan of like old-school turn-based RPGs, but you don't play a lot of like the more oh oh no no no, no 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 um. What's that one that I played on uh, Switch? uh, You didn't play Persona, did you? No, no, no. I didn't play Persona. It was like... um, Octopath? Not Octopath. Before... Dream... The something? Oh, my gosh, dude. I played the shit out of it. Oh, I I feel so bad that I can't think of it. I can't think of it. But I don't know. It just didn't feel... It didn't feel right to me. I, I am going to be playing the shit out of Resident Evil 3 tomorrow yeah. night at midnight. I thought you were already playing it. Isn't that already out or no? No, the demo came out, and I have been playing that every day. Oh, nice. The same, um, the same 15 minutes. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to start wrapping this up uh, so we can move on to our, uh, our chat with James in a minute. But um, any other things we've been reading, watching, and so on? I, I, I mean, we finished uh, Curse of the White Knight. 
um, which unbelievable, which was just unbelievable. Great. TJ, I can't wait. You got to just read it. Oh, I read it. Are I told you, you I was read the whole thing. Yeah, I told you I was gonna no, read it did. when the final yes. issue came out. Okay. Did the final issue that. come out? <laughs> yes, but you didn't say you finished it. Oh yeah, I finished it. All right. Yeah, I finished. So no, How do you so not text us during so things of so like no spoilers, no spoilers. But the thing, but I, the reason why I waited, so I I read them issue to issue up till the fourth issue, yeah. and then I stopped reading it. And once I got to a certain point, I was like, screw it, I'm just gonna wait for the final issue to come out, reread the whole thing as one big saga to just sit down and plow through it. Yeah. Just to read it as one full story without waiting in between. So I read it in one sitting, and um, that's why I didn't like, you know, tell, tell say anything to you guys in between because there was no in between. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. Um, I I will be honest. It was okay. So first of all, anything Sean, uh, Sean Gordon Gordon Sean Gordon Murphy does is fucking incredible. Anything his art his his writing is is incredible. Um, yeah, and and this was awesome too. Everything that that um related back to the animated series and the old movies like was awesome um i can bring up a certain honestly like the last issue was the best issue 100 percent. like not really even close. oh my god second even, second to last issue was the best no way, no way. the fact yeah. that the fact that it's an argument second, just goes to show how much how good every issue is because you're again yeah. TJ, you're not crazy but i just the, disagree <laughs> the second to last issue bill wow. i will give you this the second to last issue had the best single moment and line yeah and we're talking yeah. about the same thing yeah yeah, yeah we are yeah. it's obvious it's that we know what it is that was yeah. just worth the whole series but <laughs> I, i'll be honest to say that like call it's me funny. crazy but i prefer the first story yeah. over curse curse here's I the think thing curse the definitely thing. got a little bit more convoluted in areas where bill or mike we'd be talking about like what does this mean like is this do am mm-hmm. i reading this right and so the first arc whatever you want to call it didn't didn't have that it was a little bit more clean cut um but That's you know i think i prefer so the thing is like crazier things happened in the second in in curse of the white knight right yeah. like certain people died like certain things happened certain certain things were revealed crazier things happened in in uh, curse of the white knight but in white knight like the first one like I, the overall arcing story, what I thought was better, like Napier tearing him down, taking everything that we already knew about Batman, what everybody knows about Batman, yeah. and making him, turning him into a villain, like everything that he did. This, the second one definitely felt like up. a natural progression of that, though. You know, like it, it did, it did, it played yeah. off of that. The second, the Curse of the White Knight, like the whole overarching story of uh, Edmund and Lafayette, Arkham, like and Wayne, like I, I, I thought it was super, like. Not super boring, but it was kind of boring until like the very end and like the reveal happened. Like I yeah. just thought it was eh. anytime they talked about them and I was reading like their journals, I I just didn't care. Hmm. That's the only that's the yeah. only negative thing that I could say about it. It was still fucking amazing. I still loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Loved it too. Uh uh last thing, uh, I don't know if I told you this, TJ, but I got God Country. Cause you read that. Did right? you? I got yeah. it. I haven't read it yet, but it's right here and I'm gonna be reading it um probably tomorrow i was just it's waiting to get through this get through this uh what's it's it? supposed to be uh it's supposed to be a show soon like they un- announced that at um well new york comic Con the year before it last and it still hasn't any, anything that is soon is now later so yeah 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 it's uh, uh last week at some point um tj this is funny you'll think this is funny ryan you probably will too but we went to 
I met Riker at Boy Scouts, and then we walked down the street um, on Main Street in Tonawanda where uh, Pulp 716 is the comic shop. So me, Liz, Riker, Remy walked there, and we were just walking around the comic shop getting like hot chocolate and stuff to walk back, and Riker saw something on the shelf, and he's like, something is killing the children? <laughs> and he's like, oh, what? It's so good. He's it like, is so good. He's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, that's TJ told me about that. Apparently, it's really oh good. God. And he's like, so but good. something is, is killing the children. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny, like, because he was on like the other uh, the other side of the aisle, so I couldn't see him. All I hear uh, is him say is like, something's something. killing the children. Like reading the cover of it. it was so oh my god! Funny. Imagine it's if you, yeah, like by it's written by James Tinney in the uh. uh James Tinian, who's currently the main writer on Batman right now, and it's awesome. It's really, really good. Nice. Well, that's funny. Um, but speaking of like like seasons and stuff, um, we were talking about. Uh, okay, so you know Future Man, and I was I was watching Future Man. Oh, I remember when you were Future watching Man season two. I I watched all all of them. Wow. Um, so it's it's weird to think like. In, in in terms of Invincible, years ago, when they announced Future, Future Man, Man, they announced it. What? Yeah. Future Man. Oh, yeah. But when they announced Future Man, I remember us talking about, like, oh, another um, Seth Rogen and uh, Evan Goldberg show. Like, what the fuck? And it was, like, it wasn't the first. It was enough for us to be, like, damn, like, cool. I'm excited for it. But at the same time, like, get to Invincible. This that show that that we were talking about is now ending. <laughs> it's on its third season. That's crazy. I remember. Like, we, like, I, I remember. Still have no invincible movie news. We even talked about how like, man, does that mean that James, whatever, or no, not James Hart. I forgot the guy, the actor's name, in Future Man. Josh. Josh. Um, Josh. Joshua. Hutchins. I don't know. Hutchinson. Yeah, we were like, Josh does that Hutchinson. mean that he's in the running? Could that be? Like, because the connection's there. Yeah. I remember talking about this, and yeah, that was three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. But uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we talked gonna... a lot about <laughs> shows and movies. We did, but we also haven't talked in a while, so this, this kind of makes yeah. up for it. Uh, but we're going to go over now to uh, uh, invite James into our conversation here and talk to him about Invincible as well as do our rereader of Volume 20 of Invincible. This covers issues 109 to – it was 114, right? Nine, That's six I thought it was 110. Yes, 14. 14. You thought it went to, from, 10. from 109 to 110? No, no, no. Didn't it start at 110? No, 109. Oh, it started at 110. Uh-oh. Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> and 109 is like one of the, the best, best ones i know you you oh yeah no no it you, was one, you know it. 110 for some reason i don't know why no it's all good all right let's go let's go now to james <laughs> so just so you know ryan he prefers jamie okay oh okay sorry about that man no it's all good wow, I got what a dick. many names <laughs> entering entering into this part of the episode i will have been calling you james like three times so sorry about that it's advance. okay well no I, I mean like business wise i mean i got the i got the email james the comics writer and uh and yeah i, I, I got all those comics and things with my the name james on it so just yeah just more confusion no no yeah. worries uh you call me james. 
now oh i was saying uh katie and i just got a puppy so i just wanted to check on her and the puppy and see if everything went okay she gave him a bath by herself for the first time and she's still drenched but um everything went okay <laughs> really from that small little guy <laughs> yeah yeah she said at one point that she ran out of hot water so she's probably trying to wash him with cold water poor thing by the way that is an awesome background i'm seeing right there of invincible art that is really sweet tj me yeah oh yeah. thank you Sweet. Oh yeah, yeah just I have the Rec Rexplode Origin, nice, and the Rexplode Death. Other way. Good, good, good. I see it. Well, Other way. I'm also <laughs> seeing like you, you, you got that heartbreaking pay splash oh. page of, of Terra. Yeah. That's nice. That is nice. Oh, that that is great. I mean, we're gonna go, go through right now. I, I think. I'm pretty sure he sold pr most of this artwork, but if I could and I had the money for it, I would totally buy that that kiss of death from Robot and Monster Girl. And we're, we're going to get into it. Like uh, th that is <laughs> like uh, like why I wanted to come in. Like maybe this uh, we should be recording this part, but Robot was my favorite character. He was my favorite character. We're gonna and so it. let's we're going to get you into know, it. Let's just do that. Let's do that. Okay, let's do that. I did say that to Ryan Otley when I met him. Yeah, I said a couple things to Ryan Otley that like, kind of joking. Uh, okay, fun preview, but like, um, so first time I saw Ryan Otley was right as like, I had just gotten into Invincible. I was like, oh, this is my jam. This is awesome. And then like, pretty much, about a month after that, it was like, oh yeah, Invincible's ending soon. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, of course. That's yeah. so why I joked about it to him at the end of like, I was at I was at San Diego Comic Con for one day, got hundred pound hundred dollar omnibuses that are mm -hmm. convention only invincible and like i got oh, him to yeah, be yeah. signed by Otley. and i was like this is sweet 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 and i was like totally because he was like no one was really he still wasn't the spider-man artist he was just the invincible artist so his lines weren't long and you could really talk to him and i just saw like was like like you know talking the and like and at one point i just like kind of like joking said like oh, why are you leaving why is like oh, i'm just getting tired with monthlies man i was like okay all right and then later on like, i come back and I have like the third, and I get him to sign it. I say, "You lied to me, man." I was like, "I did." I was like, "Yeah, you, you told me you were done with the monthlies." And then I see the Spider-Man. It's like, I was like, "Ah, can you forgive me?" He's like, "Yeah, I forgive you." Yeah, yeah. I remember when he was being all shady about what he was working on next and asking him yeah. and everything like that, which you know is understandable. But I yeah, want to totally. keep, I want to keep all that in the episode. So we're just going into it. Yeah, so you've we'll been talk about it again in the episode. Yeah, and we're, we're I'm, no, I'm saying we're just going to keep it all in. Let's just use this. Um, but joining us now, obviously, is, uh, and I've been saying your name wrong. This is Jamie Kelly. How are you doing, man? Well, I, I go by both, so it's fine. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, uh, where are you located, man? Uh, I live in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, cool. No uh, way. I live in a, yeah. Yeah. I live in the small town of Alameda. Um, yeah. Like, uh, our big claim to fame is that Mythbusters and Matrix Reloaded right. were shot uh our abandoned naval base yeah yeah so the alameda naval base i remember seeing that all the time when they uh watching yeah. mythbusters yeah that's Very our cool. oh, we got a couple other big famous things and famous movies, but you know everyone's got one or two mm -hmm. so you just mentioned um san diego comic-con and we actually got to meet you at uh new york comma new york comic-con this past october yeah. yeah so you get you get to you get out to all the cons huh um i, I try to um i'm i am a Full disclosure, um, I, I am a comic book writer, amateur comic book writer, but a mm -hmm. comic book writer. Um, my comic, shameless plug, uh, on Comixology, Jeez. you can buy for only $1, $1. 
um, actually 99 cents. It's even better than a dollar. Save that penny. Uh, <laughs> is uh, Grim and Gritty. It's a uh, it's a weird comic. The best way I describe it is it's Sin City meets Roger Rabbit. It's about a foul mouthed chain smoking squirrel named Sid. It's drawn <laughs> beautifully by Louis Chichon. Uh, the first issue's been up for a while. I'm I'm sitting on a ton more issues, and we have so many more ideas. And um, I'm also doing this other crazy comic about the Emperor Caligula. You can buy the first volume of that on com- on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Caligula Imperatore Insanum. So, and um, because of that, I that again. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a tongue twister. Caligula Imperatore I M P E R A. This is what the O R E. This is the name of the comic. Yeah, spell I that out for us. Do it one more time. <laughs> okay, Caligula C A L I G U L A. Caligula, the Emperor. I M P E R A T O R E I N S A M U. Um, okay, now I'm. I think I spelled it wrong, but oh, just good luck. Uh, anyways, um, my, oh, by the way, my comics are not for kiddies, so don't don't show the comics to the, your kids. Yeah. Oh, the, um, the disclaimer for this one is graphic sexuality, gore, sadistic violence. Yes. Yes. All, all right. that happens. Yes. Add to cart. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, if you have, if I ever see you at, at the con, you have it with you. I'll sign it for you. I uh, I just got uh, Grim and Gritty while you were talking over on Comicsology, so I will check this out later. I didn't Thanks. know. I would I would I would I should have should have told me sooner. I would have had this read before you came on. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I'll have, I'll have to check it out later though. I'd love to hear your thoughts later, and uh, I could send you all of my other ones I've done so far. Um, yeah, so um, I do get. Um, I've been going to Emerald City as a professional. And mm-hmm. I went to a couple times to New York as a professional, and uh, I'm trying to slowly get into the selling game. But that's uh, just another step. But at the same yeah. time, I'm also a big fan. Yeah, always. And that's why I'm on here to just talk about Invincible because yeah. I love Invincible. And like, and kind of like what you were getting for the start of the story was, um, I first saw TJ. Like, uh, it was a, it was New York Comic Con 18. And right. it was the first day, it was Thursday, and I just saw this guy in this awesome invincible jacket. Yeah, was, we were downstairs. I, I was like, and I walked up and was like, that is awesome. Where did you get that? I want that. And he said it was a, a custom made. And I was like, wait a minute, that voice sounds familiar. Then I was like, oh, it's DJ <laughs> from Invincible Podcast. Yes, I listen I pull- to all the time. Yes, I know who, totally I, who you are. I remember we, TJ I like, out telling us this. <laughs> yeah. TJ actually yeah. texted Bill and I like, like, like probably after you walked away, I was like, "Hey, I, someone just recognized me from the uh, from the podcast." Yeah. Just based so you, off my hoodie. You kind of you you made me feel like a, a little famous, which was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are to me. You guys got to invi- interview Kirkman and Oddly. Yeah. I mean, all you guys need is is Walker, and you'll just get the trifecta. I know, man. Oh, Tell man. me about it. Yeah. Love to have Walker. And, and, on. and then, and yeah. and it's funny because then you gave that same sense to uh, Bill a year later when Bill goes up during the Super Dinosaur panel at uh, New York Comic Con this past October, and you're like. Wait a minute! You you recognized his voice and yeah. looked at us, and we got to tell Bill that you know. Yeah, yeah, because didn't didn't it sound like me and TJ arguing or something like oh, that? Yeah, like yeah. We were we were talking, and you're like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Yeah, well, well, no. First, you 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 guys asked like a a, 
an invincible themed super dinosaur question uh, we were we all met at the super dinosaur panel and so that was like where i was like wait a minute mm-hmm. and, and and that voice was like that's familiar and then i heard you talking <laughs> i was like oh okay it's you guys it's you yeah. guys yeah. what's up and that's yeah cool. and and like we, we talked a bit it was like yeah we were all expecting we're still so impatient and i'm right there with you guys um of just like i'm i'm waiting for movie news and i'm waiting for the animated series news i'm still kind of like a a bit holding my breath when it comes to the movie just because it's like yeah. Seth Rogen's a busy man and literally like, uh, before this segment too busy. we were just talking about that <laughs> oh wow yeah. reminds think alike yeah he, I mean he, no, I, I don't say too busy I mean like uh, I, I, I'm also a big fan of game of thrones uh I, I do a game of thrones podcast and i always maintain like i always defend george r, r. martin do whatever you want george just mm-hmm. we're waiting we're your fans we're not your <laughs> bitch <laughs> and so um yeah i mean uh, but but the invincible animated series like that that is coming out uh, it's it's pretty obvious it's it, like i think oh, yeah. we're gonna get previews soon and it, i think it's coming out this year don't quote yeah. me on that. I think it is coming out this year, though. But yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. that'll be awesome. And uh, I remember, like, I've this is so awesome being on your podcast because I've like sent in messages and like shared oh, yeah. my thoughts on like where where the season's going to go, and like uh, I still maintain I think they're going to probably do somewhere of the first twelve issues, maybe, but they could go more or they could go less. I have no idea. CG has three so seasons. So here's the here's the biggest be three seasons. Three here's seasons. the biggest here's the biggest question, and this kind of sets the the barometer for where where you think the season goes throughout it. In what in the first season, where do you think the Nolan and Mark fight is towards oh, the okay, end, yeah. towards that's, the middle, towards the beginning? That is well, the big well, question. That is like and and kind of what well what I'm thinking is is that is like the it, i think that they might try to imitate the, sh- the the comic although at the same time still taking the note that like jim valentino gave kirkman is like you can't like bury the the big surprise so i think it's going to be the first three-ish episodes are going to be pretty normal as oh, like and oh, kind of like, no, like no, it's no. kind of like well, well, well it's like yeah this is funny and nice but like what's so special about this and then at the end of the third episode that's when we're going to see nolan do what he does to the Guardians. Guardians, and then from that point on, and we could just slowly build off of that for the reckoning of kind of like an episode eleven or episode seven final. That's when mm-hmm. Nolan and Mark clash. I think, I think I've come along, or I've come around to more of, of TJ's way of thinking. I used to think that, mm-hmm. and I think now I'm thinking that the the Guardians thing is going to happen after the first episode. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It, it, the, re- it, the reason it, it why I, to, I, I because there it. needs to be that hook. There needs to be that at yeah, the end of the first. Something like people. If it was, <laughs> if it was, this was a Batman animated series. People are going to be. They could extend that shit out, but no one oh, knows yeah. who Invincible is. You know what I mean? So <laughs> they got to hit hard, and they got to hit hard quick. So that's why I'm thinking the Guardians is going to be the end of the first episode, and yeah. the fight is. I agree. I agree with you, TJ. I think it's going to be. You know that does make a lot of sense to me. The only reason I, I I I wonder whether or not that that'll happen that way is just because we live in this like streaming age, and so we're a little bit more patient than we were yeah. before. That's true. People are willing uh, to give like, it a couple episodes. Yeah, uh, like unless it comes out weekly. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting but, though. Can't wait. I cannot wait yeah. for that. Oh, and I'm I'm gonna totally 
meticulously analyze these episodes and do something when when they come out. Yeah, I think everybody is, man. I think I think we especially. Well, we're gonna dig into every line, but it's of gonna every be amazing. Sentence. Like, yeah. it, it, this show could be huge, and it's it, it. We're gonna see news outlets and and coverage from people that we didn't even know liked Invincible coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be out there. Well, I mean, uh, kind of getting into. Um, I mean, my big question I've always wondered a little bit. Maybe you guys can talk about this because, I mean, Invincible was my gateway drug into Kirkman in general, and. I love Walking Dead. Having read like from Invincible, I got into Walking Dead and Outcast. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, I was uh, going to ask about that. And uh, also, um, I- I'm liking Oblivion Song. I-, I also bought a volume of Die Die Die. It's mm-hmm. fun so far. It's crazy. Great artwork. Um, it's really fun. I can't oh, wait for that to come back. That just I mean, came it's back. back soon. It just right? it just oh, came back. That's did? great. Awesome. Yeah, last oh, Wednesday. Um, I do wonder, and like I. This is a crazy question to ask you guys, but you guys is the ultimate Invincible fans. Uh, why, why do you think it was like? I think from a comics perspective, it's interesting. Is like I think for for the for a TV show, it makes sense of like why Walking Dead would explode. Of like everyone wants a zombie show, but like for the comics community, it's like well, the superhero comic should be the one that's the hit, and like the zombie comic should be kind of like the more niche audience, but it kind of ended up being the other way around wonder why that is i think that's why i like i I think it has something to do with like what how i got into kirkman you know and it's because like there's so many super everything that's in a comic book shop is superhero and then the one thing that you see that's zombies you're like what like i I, this is what i want like before there was zombie tv shows like the walking dead that we only had night day dawn and then the remakes and then 28 days later like those things to kind of keep us and then finally like this other fucking forum this other media source like comics and and so that i think for me uh, like i read that before i read anything that was kind of superhero and then it was kirkman what else has he done tj found invincible so like that's how we got into it i think the Uh. same kind of thing works in the real world with like shows and stuff and 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 movies well, is because there's so much out there with marvel oh, yeah. and fucking everything else i think oh, guys also, uh, too, I, I do like, recognize at times like we are living in paradise this is such an awesome time to be a fan of everything oh yeah and just like people sometimes you gotta tone it down a bit like i am i totally want to nitpick rise of skywalker to death <laughs> but hey 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 don't stop the the fun don't mm-hmm. stop the fun because we could end up back in nothing but reality TV shows. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. You hear that, Bill? <laughs> I mean, stop you can picking. stop the fun because just slapping another Star Wars movie on there with the same fucking story is <laughs> it wasn't just bad. as bad as watching <laughs> a reality TV this show. Is, yeah. Well, okay, I think that that's the whole other podcast. I would love to be on that oh, yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I brought that it. up for a very specific reason. <laughs> yes, it's but, easy but to no, that. But talking about Walking Dead too, I think obviously Walking Dead hit popularity when the TV show came out. Obviously, but now, yeah. and I think that I think that the TV show was so perfectly timed because it was something so different from people being so convoluted into superhero culture. It came at a perfect time where it kind of got people away from that, and I I think that's another reason why uh, for for Walking Dead's success too in the comics as well. Do you remember when The Walking Dead got announced and the name 
fucking Frank Darabont was oh attached God. to The Walking yeah. Dead. Like, my favorite right. thing of all time. Right. Bill, when, Bill, when, when you just, Bill, when you just said that, I got a little sick to my stomach even just now. Like that, I remember like that feeling. Do you remember? Uh, like I, I remember being like, "This is this is too this is too good," and it was yeah. too good to be true. Yeah, it was. but it, it was really like, was. how Tragedy. how is it how is it possible that Frank Darabont, quite possibly the fucking the the person attached to the greatest thing ever created, is fucking attached to bringing <laughs> the other greatest thing ever created to like TV? Like it was just it was unfucking real, unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen the mist? So have you guys yeah, seen of this? course. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm always yeah. a champion of that movie. It's it's just this. It's oh, <laughs> TJ just no went, one can eh. see. Eh, eh, uh, uh, it's one of my favorites. It's, it's awesome. Definitely. I like, think I've even great. watched it. They have a black and white version too. Yeah, it's that's the way cool. you should watch it. It is yeah. beautiful that way, and yeah. just adds to it. Oh, that's a fun little question to ask. I, I'm just always, always wondering, but I mean, yeah, we're we're all going to be vindicated. We're going to be the people that are are that knew it before it was cool, and that's something oh, special to have. It's like uh, th- there are a few times like I knew who 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 Cap Iron Man was before people other people did. Although that's not saying much, just because like I knew who Iron Man was, but I wasn't an Iron Man fan at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Like it had to be. Robert Downey Jr. saying like, "Oh, Iron Man's actually really cool and fun." All I knew him was was the guy who fought in Civil War. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> TJ, TJ's like, eh. yeah. TJ keeps okay. going. Eh. When did Jamie? When did you start reading Invincible? So, because you read it, you said you read it before you read it, Walking Dead, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, the, it all thanks to Comicsology of uh, that they were just having the, one of their kind of Crazy like sales Sky, skybound has a lot of great sales like shameless plug but it's awesome it's awesome and they uh, always have some kind of sale going on it's crazy yeah, yeah. it's great and and um and i use a tablet so it's perfect and so it's like the right size mm-hmm. for for reading oh. and so um they were just having a, a sale and I, I i'd always heard like good things just like you hear good things about walking dead you hear good things about invincible and I'm not a horror guy, so like I, I gravitated more to Invincible, and and it definitely was the like the age old story of like of I I was just told that you kind of have to, and I, I kind of was aware of the Nolan thing, but I didn't really you know experience it and and feel it. Yeah, I mean you hear about Negan, but when it's another thing to actually read about Negan and and see like oh wow Negan yeah, and so. And so I had the moment everyone else describes about about Invincible. I, I read like the first trades, like, okay, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, this is good. I mean, like I was like, mm, this, what's so special about this? And then it was really the second volume where 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 that that big Nolan moment is like, ooh, okay, now interesting. Yeah. And honestly, for me, it really is the third volume with that fight, with for that sure. fight, and like that that final line of you dad i'd still have you yeah yeah and, 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 yeah. and nolan crying at, flying away that is so great along with just a kirkman doesn't get enough credit for and when we talk about volume 20 i'm gonna praise him again but he can really really give some amazing dialogue and just like that that great line and that they would repeat several times and have poor debbie in that great panel crying as she hears it again of just 
your mother is nothing more than yeah. a pet. And later on, your mother means nothing to me. It's like, wow. Okay. Wow. It's like, you, you, it's like okay, I thought they're like, okay, they're going for like kind of evil Superman who's really there to, to conquer the world. Okay, that's kind of like, but then I was like, oh, wow. Like, you are really, Kirkman perfectly nails this type of like alien morality i'm just like i was like no like i live forever like yeah your, your mom lives like a, a flash of a second in my eyes mm-hmm. like why would i care about you it's like yeah, yeah i care about you but like you're expendable i can just replace you any minute and like literally how he clinically says i can just breed another of you it's like mm-hmm. oh wow mm-hmm. okay and that's when i started to really see like okay this is something and kind of okay this is my little bit of comparison i'm i'm doing hand gestures that you can't see right now but uh, <laughs> but, but the thing that i, I really admire and i i lo- really really dig outcast and walking dead but i think in some ways kirkman kirkman's best writing and really the kirkman moments he does in in the series as as, as sh- spoiler alerts okay as shocking as it is to watch poor glenn get his brains beaten in Mm-hmm. it's it's another thing when when you have this kind of fun seemingly goofy a little bit deconstructionist superhero story and then suddenly you find out zandale killed his parents like what the oh yeah where, where did this come but it's like it's always there it's not it's never like buried but you it's like never, you, you just you can like, never get too comfortable yeah and so that's just so great and so i mean you, you guys were la- last month's podcast. You talked about volume 19. And I was rereading it and just how it's just, that's a great example of what, what invincible offers is like it, it at some point moments, it's just like fun, lighthearted and nice. And the next minute it just like hits you with these gut punches. Like, Oh wow. And that's yeah. why I love about Kirkman and, and what I love about invincible is it just, and that's why I want everyone else to know about invincible. Quite frankly, yeah. it's just like, and it's, it's just, and that's something that when you were kind of talking about comparing it to Walking Dead and the Zeitgeist and how it hits and how it and, and what it and, and its impact on a in a in a world where like right now, uh, what kind of impact can Invincible have in a world that's saturated with superhero stuff? I mean, the same impact that the comic had is that it is stands as something different. Otley would always go out and say like, you know, why why would why should you read this comic? Like people would say, Oh, it's just another comic. It's just another invincible or it's just another superhero comic. And, and then people would read it and then they'd find, Oh, it's not, you know I mean? Everybody would see it on the shelf as just another superhero thing. And I think that's, what's going to happen when it comes out. It is just going to be another superhero thing. And then word will spread. Yeah. Like it has for the comic. That is the hardest thing. Understandably is like, just when you look at the covers and when you look at, and like the the same thing will happen with the show, and that's a perfect way you put it. Is it's not like the boys where it's like clearly, oh, this is something different. Mm-hmm. Like the boys is clearly like when you look at it, like oh, this is not like regular superhero show yeah, at all. Yeah. Like the Invincible looks like okay, it's Superboy kind of knockoff comic. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but then as you read it, it's it's just so much more than that yeah and i and i love also how kirkman loves to just embrace kind of the crazy of of the superhero but at the same time do it in such a way where where it it doesn't feel like i don't know it's hard to describe maybe we should get into volume 20 but like just like the first issue of just like describing like interdimensional yeah and other selves but at the same time it's like 
you, they do it in such a sincere enough way where it's not taking itself too seriously, but does take it seriously. Yeah, and I have a feeling the way we're talking, we're gonna be we're gonna be bringing up stuff, so we might as well jump into it and we'll okay. talk about things as we go, so we can get we can get moving on this one. So, <laughs> okay. volume twenty. This one's uh, the subtitle on this one's Friends, right? <laughs> yeah, Friends. Kirkman loves just to come up with like well, it's like <laughs> sitcom names and use them for really weird ironic ways this has got to be the most ironic right like oh I mean, yeah there's nothing 100%. else that's even close isn't um, the first one called family matters the first yeah. volume is called family matters isn't it yeah. yeah yeah and this one's just called friends friends yeah wow and it's like come on um yeah well it is about friends just not in the way you think yeah yeah former friends in yeah. a way uh and okay well so Beginning my, my sing, singing of praise for this volume is I adore superheroes, one, taking over the world. Mm. I love these stories, Miracle Man, The Authority, uh, The Ultimates, just like superheroes like really just deciding, okay, I'm done. Like I'm actually going to take over. Yeah, yeah. Is always fun. And, but, and, and uh, when I asked Kirkman at New York Comic Con about this, like, he does it, but he does not end it at all the way you think it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And this is just so great because, and we'll get to that final wham line. That's yeah. so amazing. But my gosh, like that's why Kirkman, that's why Invincible is special. Because the way you think this is going to go down is not the way it goes down at all. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Love, yeah. it love it. What are you going to say, TJ? No, I was just agreeing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Jumping into it. 109. So. This is one of my favorite issues. I feel like I say this a lot. And I feel like <laughs> if I had to make a top 10, it would definitely be on it. Top 5 would be close. But I'm such a sucker for alternate universe stuff. So that's why I really liked 108. But this one, just seeing the alternate universe Rudy and just everything that that he has to do in this world and learning more about it. And the way this issue ends, like the last couple pages yeah. of this issue are so yeah. cool. What, what I liked about this issue is or this um trade is how it how it affected like the last trade so the last trade was fucking insane oh and to go from one trade that was insane to another trade that's insane is Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. rare so like it's literally from like from like issues 102 all the way to the end of this trade, which is like what one fourteen, it just doesn't fucking. It stop. doesn't stop, and it's like whenever I get somebody to read Invincible for the first time, it's always like, yeah, I really like when they get into the Africa stuff and all that kind of stuff because that's like really getting into the meat of Invincible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the two times that I can't wait to talk to them is Conquest and this. Oh know? yeah, yes. Um, I... just when I got to about this, like this was when the sales for for Comicsology was starting to stop, but I was like, I cannot stop. I I was just reading through them like and and I just could not sit like stop reading it. It was so addicting, and so mm-hmm. I paid full like whatever I had to pay. I was like, I want to see what happens next. I want to see what happens next, and this and so kind of a preview and and why I wanted to talk so much about this. Robot was my favorite character. Like mm-hmm. uh, from from the get go, he was my absolute favorite character. He was he was the funny. He was like one of the funny characters, and he was also one of the nice characters and also yeah obviously the smart character yeah and i liked how he just like kind of reasoned and was always pretty reasonable and there was all these also these great hints that that 
Kirkman was like kind of saying like, "Ooh, he's gonna go bad." Like, "Ooh, he's really a bad guy." But then he would go like, "No." I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's yeah. wonderful." I would I would argue that Robot probably has the most uh, expansive and diverse arc throughout his entire you know run. He goes from just what you think is just an autonomous machine to yeah. a blob creature controlling that to then a cloned version of another member to stranded in another dimension to taking over the world like he he runs the gamut in 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 what his character does whereas like oh yeah of course other characters like nolan or alan or something like that have an arc but the range that robots arc goes is just outrageous okay this is going to be fighting words Uh and but i'll say it right now i think robot not only is the best villain uh of invincible i also think he's the basically one of the basically the best villain that kirkman's written i'm just like you i i love negan don't get me wrong negan is so amazing and he basically negan takes over walking dead and they have to like find a way to get negan out because it becomes the negan book but I love that you go on this journey with Robot and you slowly see him go from this from really a hero to where he's become the villain but as you go through this and especially the the volume that follows up it's like what I can see it's like is he a villain though because yeah. oh, which is I why I have a hard yeah. time with that statement because like I agree well, no, that he is probably one of the best to, characters that yes, Kirkman has ever villain. created. I, I have a hard time comparing him to other that's, villains is 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 like the the best villains are 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 when you like but are you a bad guy okay it's like well am i a bad guy or am i just you think of me as a bad guy but i'm doing i'm doing the right thing i am doing the right thing but of course why he is a bad guy we'll get into is just he is that kind of sociopathic and certainty in his in his mind Mm -hmm. it's like no you don't know you're right you just believe you're right yeah yeah I think um, I think because of the way we're doing this uh, episode and not being in the same room, you know, um, uh, Jamie, we we you you just joined us, but obviously this isn't how we normally record. We're we're, we're being socially distant. We want to ha- you know try this out and record uh, uh, online like this. So doing this, I think it might be easier to just kind of tackle it one issue at a time yeah. so in on your own if you all have the issues in front of you and if you're all kind of being able to follow That's along what I'm doing. so let's just uh kind of flip through and if there's moments in 109 you want to talk about let's talk about it like that instead of following page to page and yeah. trying to keep up with each other because we're kind of bouncing around and i think this is going to be a lot easier so okay. um like i already uh, talked about what i love most about 109 is that alternate dimension and how he's kind of stranded here and and dealing with this and seeing you know, all the different cool versions of this universe. Um, but yeah, Mark quickly being able to uh, take on the Emperor Mark, which by the way, we always call him Mohawk Mark. And it wasn't until <laughs> like reading, that, yeah. reading, rereading this, I'm like, why don't we just call him Emperor Mark? That's what they call him in this. <laughs> no, uh, Mohawk, Mohawk Mark. Mark is fucking Mohawk Mark. Yeah, is, we also we also coined fun. the spaghetti monster. By the way, we did coin <laughs> the spaghetti monster, <laughs> and other people use it. That's great. I love it. I remember seeing that in like a letters column or something like that. They called it the spaghetti monster. <laughs> so, Ryan, going getting into what you loved and and just a specific scene is just when is when Rudy is like this version of Rudy really talking about 
towards the end of just how it's just a couple of decisions, a couple of things happen, yeah, and your whole life can be so vastly different. And that's really the theme in this whole volume is and, just and like that's... a couple things happened to Rudy where where he became what he becomes in this in this volume, and a couple of things happened to Mark where he goes bad. But but like Mar- this version of Mark is the exceptional Mark of that he doesn't. Yeah, and that's but, something that was but, brought up with the alternate universe marks. Was yeah. that you know they were they all had this common theme where oh it was a it was a, a a thing with his father or it was a thing with Eve or Eve died or something happened that pushed him over the edge and that we talked about that last uh, uh, episode with Angstrom and what he was saying to Eve. Yeah, and so yeah, it kind of carries that theme over and it's it's you know w- but this time with Rudy and Robot and what what pushed him over the edge and. Uh... Last thing we have to talk about 109, of course, is we we can't not talk about that wonderful surprise of 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 Monster Girl it is, suddenly showing it is up. One of like my favorite things. It's I don't know what it is. It's just so cool. I don't know if I, I have a hard time remembering the first time I, I read this issue. I remember it. I remember like, seeing the baby and being like, "What's with the baby?" Yeah. Like, yes. It was like, yeah, and, dude. And he's so good. And, and even when even when the baby slowly starts to turn into the monster form, well, you're like, "What is this monster?" And you're like, "Holy fuck!" And then you finally yeah. put it together. Wait, yeah. yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves, though. We're getting ahead of ourselves. It's all right. We're jumping let's, around this issue. Yeah, let's let's dive in. Okay. No, I'm what? saying like that's we fine. are. We, do, can, we, we can are, we, we can jump yeah. forward and backward in this issue. And right now, the oh, monster yeah. girl thing yeah, is yeah. is ridiculous. Oh, it, and it's, it is it is such a huge highlight from this. It's so good. And like you're, I'm, and, and is anybody saying, else drinking? Is anybody else drinking? Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, can you see this? I'm almost yeah, done with this whole I'm, bottle by I'm myself. Okay. I'm too. I'm in. drinking this I'm fucking in. bottle. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I like the uh, I like that conquest was what like didn't he say something like last time you released yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, it, it what was it? But the last time we unleashed this beast, it was I'm not sure we'll get, we will be able to contain it. It's so weird to see a, a conquest that is actually mildly reasonable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's so bizarre. And I and and another like standout thing about this issue is that is that the way it ends and we yeah. never revisit it. Like this uh, is okay. a world the, where there is an, a a a robot mind in a mark in a body. Mark body. Yes, which is okay. I, I, I as say, a leader of the Viltrumites. Yes, yes. On Earth. Yes, that are that have control of Earth. In terms of follow-up or, or spin-off, I, I kind of want. I, I Kirkman Top left such list. a perfect ending point for regular Mark. I kind of want to see this like alternate universe and see where what does well, what does Rudy do with this? That this all is really cool. I'd love to see what he does, and will it get to his head? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. I don't Amazing. know, man. I, I'd love to see it. It is the top of my list for if we ever got a spinoff. I, I want to know, and I, I, I bet, I bet we would have seen more of this had Kirkman had a chance to revisit it. Um, but we'll see. We'll see someday. See. So, anything else in one hundred nine? Otherwise, we're gonna jump to one ten. I think we're all good. I do like the um, the see, revisiting the teen team base and that that version of Rudy saying that you killed you killed oh, the yeah. audience. Or yeah, teen team. Well, TJ, you, 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 don't you love that? Like, it's it's Rex who doesn't go along. Like, the others are are kind of hearing him out, and Rex is like, no, no, and he attacks, and that's what 
what convinces the rest like oh like you just killed rex this version kills rex and he's just like oh you're a bad guy no yeah like they were they were like hearing him out until then i was like okay maybe but then i was like that point yeah and and rex for all his faults like just like has a clear conscience like no no that's wrong (laughs) yeah no yep so what the cover the cover of issue 110 ryan you have i have you got a commission from otley yeah um, i have the robot um, and monster girl right the robot monster girl version of it. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. Because again, Which is this trade, the hands, the hands going down and like reaching to touch each other. And Ryan, you have the, the monster girl and the robot hands instead yeah. of the invincible and Eve hands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, yep. Again, like this, the, their, their relationship cool. is really cool. And yeah, uh, it, you know, especially you should post trade. that again when we post this episode so people can see yeah. it. Ryan. It's right. really cool. I will. It's also in, in the re- back of hardcover 12. In rereading this issue, it it I don't remember Eve ever being like this for some reason. Like so Mark gets back oh, to the dimension, instantly goes to see Eve and she's like, Uh yeah, I'm not wearing my wedding ring. Like yeah. you were gone for you were gone for six months. I'm not doing this anymore. You can leave. Like so she is- literally was ready to be a single mom, have this baby. She said she almost lost the baby, was in the hospital, and she just still wanted Mark out. So this crazy. is a very controversial part of the series or a scene in the series so what are your thoughts on like is she right for for her reaction or like what are your thoughts on her reaction let's be honest guys this whole issue is controversial yeah and it's it's been discussed and um i blogged for a website sequart that did a whole essay about the the biggest controversial moment in this issue um but just talking about this right now and i liked what in the new reader when the the ladies their, their perspective on this and i gotta say just like one like seeing eve like just totally like she's she's clearly lost weight even though she's obviously more pregnant now she's several months more pregnant so it's just like she's been through a lot and what she's described and, and what that final conver- ugly conversation she had with mark like everything she says is pretty much just 100% justified. Yeah, 100%. It's just that, 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 like, Mark, you're being, like, paranoid. And, like, what she... She does get a chance to better clarify what she's really... What her opinion is, like, later on. Like, mm-hmm. we'll get to that. But but it's basically... And so it does seem a bit rash, but, like, her later point when she talks about it again, I think, clarifies. But it's just, like, it's like no. Like, you're just... You're you're not taking priority of, of, of like, the family. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you keep on, like being this kind of angry temperamental person so no yeah no but i i think the reason why it makes it so controversial is because from mark's perspective he is taking priority of the family the reason why he wants to track down angstrom is to is to keep the family safe so when he comes back and his and i mean okay i'm i'm just i can only speak on the way i read it right so when i read it and and mark comes back and he sees eve and eve is like immediately angry like not even like like he's like well well, what's going on and she's like well i thought that you were dead for months Mm -hmm. and she acts it immediately in an angry way i'm like what the hell man like i can understand like wanting to break up but at the same time like at least show like be happy that that he's alive you guys were so in love well okay uh, um i think the bigger thing that like and i think you i'm gonna again 
shout out to you to the new reader episode just to go back to that <laughs> but like i think what's really just unsettling wow. is, is just that i love you guys too no no um is that she is that she's not even like that she's angry really tj it's that she's she's basically moved on yeah, for it's sure. Just like, she's so it's over just like, it. She's just like she's yes. It's that. It's like it's mm-hmm. not even like it's like this isn't even a debate. It's like not just like I'm done. It's it's it's, it's almost on. It's almost basically. jarring. Like I kind of agree with yeah. TJ. Like the rereading this, I was like, wow, she's being very blunt, and this is very straightforward. Like it's very matter of fact. Like oh no, yeah. no, no. This is this is how it is. I've thought long and hard about it over six months. I was in the hospital for a month. I yeah. almost lost the baby because I lost weight so fast. Definitely. Because it traumatized me. I've moved on. I have yeah, moved but on. I, but here's and, the thing. And it's weird for as, as the reader to be like, to follow Mark in his point of view as, yeah. that, the, the, as what he's going through to just see this so, like this. And uh, no, I, here's I, I, I can see I how like, it's jarring. I don't, I don't disagree with what Eve is saying. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, I can understand like, maybe a day or two from now after mark comes back she like realizes like this is too much for me and my my child my unborn child to like live with this and constantly have to worry about like where uh dad is and where if he's coming back and things like that i get that but like she the fact that she didn't even show rem- like any kind of like excitement for the fact that he's fucking alive like, it, and, and it was the opposite happy. she yeah. was angry Why? Yeah. yeah, she was telling you to so, leave. I do admit, like re- so rereading, rereading it, it is still like jarring. Yeah, and yeah. part of it is because like you're you come at at it from Mark's point of view, and like you're just like, okay, robot hasn't taken over the world. It seems like Eve, are you safe? Eve, are you safe? Eve, are you safe? Yeah, and yeah. Just like, and then like he she she he drops in and like he expected her to be mad, but like it's like it's not even that. And like that's what's so like off putting is just like is that's like. I'm like I'm not even mad. I'm just like I'm over you and like and over and and okay. I'm not a parent, so but when you are, I think in that where where suddenly your life isn't the most important, your child's is. Mm-hmm. Then I think that that really also informs what Eve is doing and like why she's kind of at this attitude. I think like if she was single, she would be more like kind of confrontational. Like Mark, you were gone for five months like i told you this could happen yeah. i told you like she would be much more like sure. that like, and but all... like but like no it's like no i'm i'm like i'm eight months pregnant you left me while i was pregnant and i told you that this could happen you left on a maybe it's like and i almost like lost my, our child like no mm-hmm. yeah no. and all this and all this kind of connects so well with uh was it 133 where Eve and Mark fight uh, the first the event of all things. Yeah, the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she calls him out for being like, uh, yeah. for this, being, uh, this no, way. That, that, for yeah, being this. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was like, for, for, it was a perfect, and like, that's the thing. And like, that's one of the reasons why. Like the evolution of these characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that Mark, and, and and don't get me wrong. Like, honestly, like when Mark made that decision for, for the previous volume to, to go after Angstrom Levy, it's so weird calling him that. Oh, Levy. <laughs> But yeah. uh, so you were a Levy guy, right? Yes, that was one hundred percent. Fucking so, everybody was. Don't yeah. feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but but one like you understand like, considering what Angstrom has done is like, 
it's that seems naive a little bit to take him on his word. I was like, yeah, you might have just like he could be just lying to you. And it's also he's just he's gone into this more proactive phase, which I love the whole get smart era of the post Viltrumite of just like saying like, and trying to fix things and like say, let's actually like try to address these things. Mm-hmm. Let's actually try to do like fix the world and, mm-hmm. and why robot does have a point in saying like, well, hey, I'm just doing what you, you were trying to do with dinosaurus. Yeah. But but which we'll get to in a little bit. But and so like he's like saying like I'm not gonna like sit by when I know that Angstrom Le- Le- Levy is out there, yeah. but but also just like it, it's a great example of just good writing is that both sides have a point. Mm-hmm. Both sides have definitely, a point. Definitely, and definitely. Everybody, re- yeah. I feel like everybody reads these kind of situations differently, mm-hmm. and have everybody has their own per- perspective on it on who's right and who's wrong and who has the. Like the, that's what makes this book so good, and what makes Robert Kirkman's writing so good is that it's such real conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I just want to give obvi- a quick update. I am, I am done. I have finished this bottle of wine by myself, <laughs> and I am drunk. I am, I am officially drunk. Yeah, so, TJ, congratulations. This is this is what happens when when we socially distance. I, I can't keep. I can't keep. Control of TJ. We can't monitor. Yeah, we can't, we can't monitor, monitor each behaviors. At least I don't have to drive home. So that's, that's good. right. That's 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 a Perfect. good point. I, I'm not feeding you alcohol here and then making you drive home. Uh, um, so obviously the second half of this issue is, is yes. everything okay. with Anissa. Um, and so, again, this is like I I think everybody can agree that this is the most controversial scene in the entire series of course like this is insane this is like so i i mean even before the actual act i mean it's 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 brought on by anissa saying that she you know she it's been months and she's still expected even though nolan has has taken control of the the viltrumites she's still expected to her duties of of helping procreate and you know expand the empire and whatnot and she like she said in the past, is unwilling to 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 uh, to sleep with uh, humans. And she's humans, used them as these letters. creatures, these yeah, creatures, yeah. These yeah. creatures. And Mark, yeah. and so, Mark is as close of... as she's going to get because Mark is half yeah. Viltrumite. So he says, so she suitable. says, we have Viltrumite blood running through your veins. So this is as close as I'm going to get. And so, kind of talking about this, uh, when we look at this, it is a little bit of that that. For all the optimism that Nolan had, like Anissa, like, like was seemingly like being somewhat swayed, but, she, but this clearly shows like no, she wasn't. Like she's still like really pretty much pure Viltrumite. Mm-hmm. Of like she has not at all adopted like, unlike the others where they were just pretty much instantly swept up like, like Nolan of like into the, the Earth, Earth and humans compassion she was just like she's kept her distance and you can kind of see that though it's like she never bonded with humans no up up at this point so she's just kind of like because of that she hasn't been like affected by them and so she just approaches this in this in the horrible dark viltrumite way of just like okay and that's the thing she calls it like the uh, the viltrumite way like this yeah. is this is what they would do this is considered yes. acceptable to viltrumites and and their horrible race yeah. You know, and and they're at least they're old practices at least, you know. But and 
Okay. Um, so talking about this scene, I don't know how much you guys really want to talk about this. Uh, I do think of the Alan Moore, what, what he once said when he has spoken about why do you depict sexual violence in many of your comics. And what, what Otley and Kirkman do right is what Alan Moore has spoken of is like, whenever I depict scenes like this, it's never gratuitous. It's never at all titillating. Mm-hmm. Whenever you depict sexual violence, it should be that. It should be sexual violence. Yeah. Like I'm never at all like making it appealing or interesting. Mm-hmm. The only thing that even mildly, although I, I think it ultimately does work, there is one minuscule panel in in the the final page where 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 Anissa is taking pleasure, it seems, from mm-hmm. this. But even that is at the same time right because that is and she does have the right like rapist line of just like that well if you have an erection that must mean you're into yeah, it yeah yeah right mm-hmm. just like and that's mm-hmm. so evil and I, I always hated Anissa and this just only made it it's like oh wow okay yeah yeah right yeah we had a I really mean, hard she's... time we had a really hard time at the end with with her whole redemptive that. her whole redemptive oh. um Yes. Thing that she did with saving Eve and and being a quote unquote good mom and and oh, like yeah yeah you and, know what I mean like but, like well, we had a really Marky is what 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 changed her and yeah yeah it's well I don't know and that's part of um where, where Kirkman is that's part of the gray not area. giving yeah it's he's not giving like easy answers and. But it is, but yeah. I mean, Anessa's not at that point right now. Where like where other other Viltrumites are at that point, where they have created feelings for for other humans, and Anessa's not at that point yet. So she's doing her duty. She she doesn't have emotions like humans do. She does. She doesn't think anything of this. So, you're, so, so TJ, are you comparing this to Nolan slaughtering thousands of people or whatever in his old ways? Yeah, kind of. He doesn't know yeah, well, any well, better. I mean, both are unforgivable. He doesn't, he doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, but it is, yeah. But yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I would compare the two. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I mean, they're both unforgivable. They're both ter- horrible things. I mean, and that's part of this is 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 showing the difference between the Viltrumite way and and not. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like it's such a. I mean, thankfully that it's it's not ignored. It's a plot mm-hmm. point, and they they discuss it many more times. Yep. It's and that was something that Kirkman I, I, I wanted, do, uh, wanted to be clear yeah. in in the interviews and everything leading up to this issue and the yeah. and the and the controversy and the media uh, that surrounded this was was that it it will have ramifications and it, it is a a character defining trait that will you know mm-hmm. keep coming up. I I mean it is it's a terrifying moment i mean it's something that and i do admit like this is part of why i sing the praises of of kirkman and independent comics in general i'm not a i love marvel and dc but but i've kind of i I don't really read the the monthlies anymore just because i i love what the freedom that you can do with an independent comic so Mm -hmm. this is something that's such a horrible moment but this is something that kirkman and wanted to do yeah. And he had the freedom to do that. And I can judge 
and be critical of Kirkman for this instead of like saying like, why didn't ultimately it's Marvel's call for, for having Captain America say hail Hydra. So it was like, I'm more critical of Marvel than I am of Nick Spencer for doing that because mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's Marvel's, it's Marvel's call. It's Marvel mm-hmm. for, for it's their characters. This is something that, this is kind of a weird to bring this up for this, but this is a perfect example of you can only do this in a creator own comic. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and yeah, but I, I mean, agree that you would is, never see a, anything like this in a Marvel or DC. And I don't want to, by the way, I don't want yeah. to, but yeah, it's, uh, and both of this is basically two scenes in this issue. And it's just, Mark gets lower and lower, and oh, yeah. he's just been. After this, it's just he's so broken, I mean, and then he has all... to deal with 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 what happens next. Exactly, yeah. Like not only did he just get stranded in another dimension for months, left stranded by one of his formerly friend, former friends, but then get broken up by Eve, and then this happens. So, it's he's at a low point here, and and it and it it, it doesn't get much better <laughs> anytime so, soon. So, question before we go on to the next issue: Whose fault is that? Like. Had Mark not left to to pretty much just watch Angstrom die, because if you think about it, he didn't really accomplish anything by going after well, Angstrom. Well, you're bringing up you're bringing up what oh, you yeah. said in 133 is that he's impulsive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, is yeah, did, like he he didn't accomplish anything. Whose fault? So like, or, whose fault was what? Everything that we're talking about right now, like like the him, the him Mark, being gone for six months. Mark hitting rock bottom, pretty much. You know what I mean? And it's <laughs> and it's honestly, if had Mark not have gone. Who knows what would have happened? Exactly. Because, yeah. So that's, that's what true. makes yeah. Kirkman's. That's what makes Kirkman's writing so good, is because whether you're on the left or right side of this this uh, discussion, you're you're right or yeah. you're wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like it, there because is no right or wrong on if, this because like I understand. I completely understand where Eve is coming from. Like. He's over-exaggerating. He needs to be there with his family. But I completely understand where, where Mark is coming from. He needs to protect his family. Who knows what could have happened in the future if if Angstrom made his way back to the, to the world. You know what and, I mean? And, like, and, like, and if, if Mark had listened to Eve and Mark had not gone, would Robot have just been like, oh, I guess I can't take over anymore? No, there would have been another. He would have found another exactly. way. And, exactly. and that still would have happened. And what do you think? Anissa would have been like... No, I guess I'm. I'm not gonna. I mean, no, it still would have happened. It yeah. probably would have happened sooner. You know, oh, like, it, it would yeah. have. Happened. So, so all these things I think still would have happened had he gone. Had he not gone, it just like that's that's what I kind of like about how this was written is that these all these characters didn't just flip on a dime and make these decisions immediately. These were all building up. Yeah, Anessa even said like you've been gone for months and I've had no other option. So I've been looking for you. This is yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. The Eve situation, if if he hadn't left, it, it probably would have. No, like, he, he probably would still be with Eve, though. Yeah. Yeah, he would, he would still be with Eve, and yeah, that that. Uh, sure. The, the Nissa thing is like that was. That's a whole other. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but we're, maybe we're yeah. Getting maybe into he the would next have eventually episode. yeah, he he might have eventually just gone to Nolan and say, okay, what the hell is going on, and she yeah. and he might have like been able to like step up and say like. No, it, it might have not no. escalated so quickly, but yeah, yeah, it was still there. So issue mm-hmm. one eleven. This was this was marketed and you know, you know, brought about as a huge turning point for the series. I remember them <laughs> advertising this as like packs the punch of like 
what three issue ones in one or something like that. They were, they were and just, it really does. It this like issue the is amount, was this was did this come out during a uh, new fifty two coming out? Is that one of the reasons why they might have been pitching Ooh. it as that? I don't remember. It's possible. It okay. seemed like off the top uh, of my mind, it, I feel like it, it adds feels up. Right, uh, May twenty fourteen. <laughs> Was invincible. Oh, okay, right. that's a it's a little bit after that. So, but still, I mean, it's could have been a response a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because the cover of the issue was like one or first, first, first. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. kept uh, playing okay, off of the first uh, thing. So I'm assuming it's a little bit of a, a poke at that. You, you guys uh, love singing the art. Let me say right now, these next three, four covers are jaw-droppingly amazing this mm-hmm. cover right here i love storytelling co- covers more than iconic covers so just something that like just tells me a story in the cover is like i want to read this this image of, of like the new design of robot and all those people up the top of yeah, the cover classic like old old time like the yeah. classic golden age or whatever comics of having yeah. all the faces on the top yeah, yeah it's great. all fantastic and it's like okay this is okay now We've kind of had two issues dancing around of like, robot, what's he up to? What's mm-hmm. he up to? And like, this is finally like, okay, we're gonna find out what he's up to. Yep. So I um, I'm a big fan of the classic robot outfit, which is what he wears in the beginning of this issue. It's that skull yeah. looking face, that skull yes. mask, and I like it more than the the than the later one, the the one that he takes on in this issue. Mm-hmm. Um. But so rereading this, it's so cool that we get to see this this costume because, like, you know, rereading it, you kind of yeah. have a different perspective. This is the last time we see this version of his of his armor, or whatever yeah. you call it. And he and, did a and horrific and thing, and it's in yes. that moment that he does yes. something insane, and uh, and so, and Mark destroys it, and then in that last panel of that of that mask being sitting there destroyed with Mark in the background, like. It's just mm-hmm. a really cool way to think about, like, because there's so much going on in that scene, yes, and so much to uh, to to take in that I forget that that is the last appearance of that awesome oh, iconic yeah. outfit. I kind of forget that, that too, but that's a great point. And so, can I just also at this time again praising the art of <laughs> one of the things that I, I love about just this design from Corey Walker that he did for Robot was that this this kind of the skull face. It always like had this kind of C-3PO thing of like it was always the same face, but it was so expressive at the same time. And that mm-hmm. you can also owe that to the great dialogue that Kirkman gives Robot of like there's of like that at times like that smile is is kind of warm and, and friendly, and other times like that is so creepy. Yeah, and just like a little bit of like it's never always it's always like teetering on both those sides, and then and this time is like it's finally very like dependent oh, wow. on the situation and what yes. you think. Exactly, and so I love just, yeah, and um, yeah, Cecil, Cecil, it's his last moment. Also, like not fully last moment, but like this is. I couldn't believe this when it happened. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Just and this is like, I, 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 of, like th- three number ones of like yeah, right here. Yeah. Just just this alone is like so just like. That could have been. The this whole is only issue. the first couple pages. Like it's like holy crap. I remember I remember reading it when he slit his throat, and I'm like. Okay, well, obviously something's gonna happen where he's gonna come back, and then Robot like stomps on his head, yes, and then and then oh. stomps on his head again, and you're like, oh, so yep, that is now, it. <laughs> yep. So now, now the status quo has is is done. It's changed. This isn't invincible yeah. anymore. 
Like it's not, and it wasn't, and it hasn't been since before. Like this is such a fucking turning point in this comic, and it happens so suddenly because yeah. robots just talking to Cecil, like, "Oh hey, hey, oh hey, yeah. Invincible, I didn't know that you yeah. were alive," and you're like, and you're like, "How long is this gonna last?" And then Shink slits his throat, yeah. and it's yeah. like done. And and and, well, well, and and as a reader, month to month, you've just been thinking about for the last month that Mark and Eve are broken up. Mark was just raped. What is he gonna do? And then this instantly yeah. within a couple pages. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't even imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine reading this monthly, guys. It's just it's so <laughs> torturous. The like the it wait was. It for, was for, so bad. for these for all these amazing oh jaw dropping cliffhanger moments and and okay. So talking about how just great robot is, just how really just clinical he is throughout all of this that's happening just just in this moment it's like well cecil even though he would have agreed with me he would have opposed me so i had to kill him wait a minute i I did i didn't i I didn't want to kill him but i did did you say cecil that was bad that was me cecil is that that, that how you say so is that okay which is okay if you pronounce it cecil no, I, I did say okay. Cecil. That, that was Honestly, weird. I think if anything, we have proven that we, we don't know how things <laughs> wrong. Pronounce yes. anything in this yes. comic. F- fair enough. Um, so, but then going to Eve and oh, I remember. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me. This is amazing dialogue right here. One is that one that Eve, Mark overpowers the the, the, the sound weakness, oh, which is impressive. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then, but then it's just like it's like. I see now that you're going to be every bit the problem I suspected you'd be. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like, oh my gosh, that is so like horror movie terrifying. It really and then is. With, more, with just the like, mask sitting there and yeah, talking out of it. Just like oddly great artist and Kirkman brilliant writer of just, I know the one weakness you can't overcome. Mm-hmm. Meet me at your house. <laughs> just it right is. there. It's like, oh my gosh. It's so sinister. Oh. Yeah. So he's so he meets him. He meets robots sitting there having a very calm conversation <laughs> with Eve. And Eve's like, oh, that's so cool. In this I like new armor. Yeah. Um, and this is another one of those situations, guys, where let's like, it's like, what if? And is robot wrong? He says, Mark, this is the last chance. This is your last chance. Give me the same trust you gave Dinosaurus, and you know me better than you knew Dinosaurus. Like, yes, trust me with this. Like, I know what I'm doing. He wa- he extended so many olive branches to Mark throughout this whole this whole interaction right here. Yes, and and Mark being impulsive, which depending yeah. on on where you are, like if you if you're a citizen <laughs> and you're not emotionally connected to any of these superheroes that that robot killed. You would just be like, oh, it's another fucking hero that's dead. Like, who cares? Yeah. And then and then a year later, you're like, oh, it's great. There's no crime. Like, everything is perfect. So it's our connection to these people that are dying that make us hate Robot. But really, if you think about it, like, it's... Yes. As we not, go, go, and, like, in some ways, like, it's the next volume that will really sell that so well. But it's just that... And because you've seen it in the Flaxon the Flexon volume of, of that. No, he isn't like completely just like, this isn't pure ego, like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he mm-hmm. actually did take over a world and he did fundamentally make it better. And like, yeah, he oppressed a Royal family, but that Royal family was like, didn't learn their lesson at all. They were still like the minute they, that Amanda put them back into power, they immediately behaved the same way. It's like they were tyrants. And yeah. so 
he he changed the Flaxon dimension for the better. He can do this, mm-hmm. and we later see that he can do this. So, but unfortunately, I do also understand like, and yeah, it is the olive branch, but it's also that that it's just like, but I just saw you murder Cecil, yeah, and I yeah. have his blood on me. Mm-hmm. So it's like dinosaurs blew up fucking cities and killed yes, yes, way more people than he's seen robot kill. Like it's it's yeah. And again, I feel like part of this is you have to remember what a low place Mark is in right now because I feel like that's in, impacting his decision making because we know he's a he he makes rash decisions. But it's also I remember that, the go ahead that that. that he, he, it's Mark learning his lesson in that he, and that basically, and this is where robot and dinosaurs are kind of parallels of one another is that mm-hmm. like they're both sociopaths, basically. They both just cannot empathize, really. I mean, robot, obviously, as we're going to see, he does have feelings and he does have those moments. But at the end of the day, both are just like, I just, I know better than everyone else. And that's always yeah. the danger of, of, of these kinds of people of that when you have that kind of attitude of that i am i know what's right i know what's right i will fix these problems for you mm-hmm. like that's that's quite frankly that's fra- that's fascism that's just yeah i know what's right and i will fix this yeah so support me now granted it's just like and actually going back to 108 it's like that 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 mark was doing this basically in another dimension in the other dimension and and it is tempting, and you could see that, like, I think I would have gone on for this if I hadn't seen you kill my, my like, a person I cared about or a yeah. person that I had mixed but important feelings about. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just like, it's like, no. Like, because I've seen, and, like, you you obviously threatened, like, you're here, like, why are you here? You're here to threaten Eve. Exactly. It's exactly. like, it's like, like, yeah, you're offering the olive branch, but you're also rattling the saber right now. So mm-hmm. I can't. Like no, I've already no. seen like what you really are willing to do, and like you're you're go- crossing even more of the line. So no way, man. Yeah. Like I understand like both sides. I understand like this is, again good writing is like you understand both sides. Mm-hmm. But I remember same- um I remember this scene with Eve uh and talking to the when when I talked with Brittany and Liz about it for the first time, I don't think I made the connection or caught in my first read and my original read that Eve actually lands on her belly when when Robot pulls Gosh. her with the leg. Oh, I and, could not forget that. that. Oh is... my god! And how brutal this Holy... scene is, and it's yeah. like and just ripping off her leg and and Mark or Eve using her powers like this 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 episode. So that there there's your second, you know, I mean your second moment. Yeah. Is, is him ripping her leg off and, 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 yeah. and actually harming Holy her. Holy crap. And, like, yeah, this would be... I do see why it's, like, three-issue ones or just, like, these are, like, three big milestone moments mm-hmm. and they're all happening in one issue and it's pretty damn amazing. And, or, and, and Mark flying her up to the uh, Votremite ship yeah. and just showing up with her in his arms and her having to use her powers in the bubble and everything like that. And, yeah. Oh my God! It's just the, the the helplessness that you feel at the end of this issue is yeah. uh, is intense. It's it's a lot. It's very... at, and okay, and also great dialogue. And just just like that, that 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 panel of Rob, of of Rex and and just his kind of resigned look on his face of like, oh well, let I the like, slaughter begin. Yes, and I like it. I like the robot like picking up the mask, like the helmet. And yeah. just walking through the portal. That's and... a great little detail. That is a great little detail. Yeah. There's another little detail I want to point out that like rereading I didn't realize until now. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and yeah, that that just that's so heartbreaking. But also, just <coughs> of this is like it really can put on the feels of like put up the the force, put up the bubble force field, or else you'll both die. You'll both die. Yeah. It's like yeah. Yep. And that's where we're left for a little while, and then issue okay. twelve. Okay. Let me empathize with you guys. Yeah. You had to wait a month just to have a follow-up for this and two months to find we don't out what see happened. Mark. Yeah, we don't yeah. see Mark for at least two, two months. There's probably months. a... There very well could have been a delay. delay and I, just like, holy... I cannot imagine. I'm so sorry, guys. No, it's <laughs> so awful. That is, but like, that's that's why you love comics. But that's, and, that's, and, and honestly, that's why we wanted to do something like this. So, I mean, it wasn't until a while later but that's when we were like okay let's start a podcast a, a podcast about this because going month to month we want to talk about this we want to to, to be able to you know share this with people because it's there, there's so much here you know and 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 the month to month thing was was a grind so yeah we started uh, on issue 127 uh, and as soon as we started it was yeah. like announced the end. It was of like a yeah. month or two later. Or <laughs> hey, that was that was that was my experience. Pretty much the same. It was like, all right, now I'm in, and I'm pretty much gonna start buying monthly, even though I don't want to. I just gotta see what happens, and then it's just like, yep. oh yeah, it's gonna end soon. It's like, oh, come on. So I I love issue one twelve. Four years later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even though it ended forever ago, I love issue one twelve because it is that that. And again, you know, we're not reading this month to month, but it's easy now that, that we can have this one issue that's just kind of like, let's take a break. Let's take a break from the main characters and go back and see like what everybody else is doing. So, are you still there, Bill? I think we lost Bill. Finish the sentence. Oh, wait, there okay. he is. There he is. There right, he's, there. Back. he's there. Okay. Uh, uh, Jamie, you still there? I'm still here. Okay, yeah. perfect. All right, we just had a little hiccup. Um, but yeah, I love how we get to see everybody. I do like this break that we get to, you know, because in- Invincible is nothing if it's not this expansive cast of characters, whether it be the, the new uh, master <laughs> of the Guardians of the Globe or, um, you know, people like Shapesmith or, you know, even the elephant. You know what I mean? Like getting to see all these yeah. characters. It was just so cool. Yeah. But as well as okay, girl. And, and again, this issue though with robot yeah. and monster girl, Holy, that is yes, it. Oh. Yes. Okay. So, all right. Let, let me first compare this to the thing is like that, that so many, there's another comic that, that, that has tried to do what's happening here and infamously failed so horribly, horrendously. Ultimatum. I love Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb oh, yeah. is an amazing writer and just, I think I don't we know, all do. Like, it just it didn't work out and it's a shame because it on paper it's a pretty good premise I, i've thought about it. it's like no it's actually a good premise mm-hmm. of just like magneto goes crazy and he decides like i'm gonna really take over the world and characters superheroes really die it's like okay actually that's a good premise but like this of just like that you watch all these characters die in this such a horrendous amazing sociopathic way and also, just great writing is as as all this is happening. As you watch the all of these heroes, what's happening to these heroes, you're also juxtaposed to this. And this is the great thing about comics is you can't really do this in in TV or movies. Is you have this other conversation going on between Monster Girl and and Rex, where they're just yeah. talking about like, well, like I'm thinking about maybe taking over the world, and and Amanda's like. It- 
like hearing him out and like it's she's so actually nonchalant and just casual yeah. meanwhile you have like yeah. kid thor and knockout dying and shapesmith dying and all these characters and they're just talking they're just talking yeah yeah and okay so first thing to that okay this is something i just realized rereading there's only one robot fighting all these heroes and he kills all of them it's only one which one? Well, versus, I think it's versus knockout? Versus all of them. Versus all of them. It's only one of them fighting. One yeah, that's fighting. It does, fighting. It like, does he, look like there's has, only one against them. And so but... he, he he has like this like update, this super update by and this kind of is a little bit of a bit of a fly found with the robot war itself, was that they were able to to beat them because like yeah. robots just upped him the quality of his drones so much that like now he's he's up to being able to fight invincible yeah like sincerely if it, yeah and so just like and right there like that that one that ho- that shocking horror this moment where it's like where poor knockout like it's like oh no he's dead and then like her face he's alive and then and then yeah that her face mm, yeah 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 and that is that is just one robot in that scene but he does he doesn't kill all of them he only kills two of them I mean, Yeti, well, Peg- Yeti and Pegasus get out of there. <laughs> oh, isn't it crazy you know how... Vault yeah, is in how, there and Vault dies. <laughs> how easy you can miss, like, in the background, um, Kid Thor disintegrating, like, because yeah. he crushed his hammer in the background, like, robot silhouette crushing oh, yeah. his yeah. hammer. Because you don't really what focus on that. It's so tiny. And yeah. Subtle. Uh, and just or amazing and heartbreaking is just... Shapesmith. Just more Shapesmith. I'm just the worst. I, I thought, thought we, we were, were friends. He said it. The title of the, the trade. <laughs> oh, he said it. He said it. He said it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, then, I mean, is this the, yeah, the, and, the and last so, bit of this issue, man. And so the, Monster Girl is, uh, Amanda, she's she's open to it. Like, she is, like, saying, like, okay i think she, and she's kind of saying like oh so how do you think everybody will understand like should we should we really think about this like that's kind of the tone she's giving here and then she realizes that he's he's you know that moment where she says oh wait a minute you're talking about this uh, well it's not even really that it, it, it's when it's when best tiger yeah shoots that she that it finally dawns on her is like oh you weren't you've already started yeah and just that that great line of like, well, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it, it, it's such a good scene. It's such a good and, and where was it? Holy crap! The, the the that one page, one page, and so again talking about robot was my my favorite character, and this is the this really like what he did to Eve is already pretty much so awful it's like you are truly bad but this is like where it's like oh you crossed the line like like there is no going back from this Mm -hmm. like you it is over yeah like you are you are now like you are now in this new place in your life and it's just like it's amazing and this is some of this is some of my favorite writing too with with monster girl like like the, the the subtle things of saying things like you know um monax i didn't believe him he said you were uh and then him finishing monster? the sentence monster you know what i mean like that kind of stuff oh who knew we had so much in common yeah 
just oh it's so good it's so it's good. like am i a monster i want you to remember Maybe I always betray- was but yeah 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 i want you to remember you've always betrayed me first like him kissing the monster yeah, corn, well, well, like- well that line alone also that like that's a real like it's like it's like hey you betrayed me first yep yeah and i forgave you for betraying me yeah and just like but yeah i was like but i will always love you yeah and he's he's clearly upset about this i mean he's definitely yeah. got issues but man you can't you can't and say so, he, I don't think, and I, I do maintain like this is a proof like he is not a true sociopath. Like unlike dinosaurs, he he actually does have feelings, and he's heartbroken for doing this, but he is doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just like that he's willing to do this. Like really means like oh you are all in, and you are, and there is no going back from this. Yeah, and just that final image of Monster Girl is like, and I thought that was it for her. I thought I was like oh yep wow. And think about that. Like, if that they've worked together for seven hundred years, yeah. Like, no human being, like, and like, this is where superhero stuff and it's fun and crazy. It's like seven hundred years together. It's unfathomable. It's like Like, no human really. Like, as she says in the dialogue, it's like, I loved you as no human being has ever loved another human being before. Yeah. And like, and for it to end sourly like that, it's just like there's so much in that yeah. sentence alone you know that that's that's yeah that's pretty cool and so i will always love you but he but he does that and so like wow yeah the cover of 113 is really badass oh yeah it's so cool just the robot standing there facing one out, robot drone yep. yeah mm-hmm. i loved brit in the beginning and yeah. brit, brit jr using brit jr as a weapon uh, it I looks know... very much like uh dash he does really? look like Dash. Yeah, yeah, it does. I like. Oh that. wow! Even the smile and his teeth and stuff like yeah. that. Like he does look just like Dash. Yep, <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, Throws him of, in a boot. Discovers that he's invulnerable. Right? Is it? Is, oh no, no, he oh, knows no, no, he's no. invulnerable from yeah. the Brick comic. We knew that. Yep, oh, yep, yep. God. Oh my God, that so, was good. That was good. So I need to read that. You need to read Brit. Yeah, uh, okay. especially uh, uh, just the third volume. The third. <laughs> No, the, the first one. volume and the third volume. Okay. <laughs> second one is a mess. The second okay. one is kind of messy. Um, yeah. But the – I loved some of Robot's writing in, in this issue as well because this yes. is when he's starting to get too fragmented. And that starts here yeah. with him saying, like, damn it, I should have sent more drones for Brit. I'm too distracted. And you just see the panel of Monster Girl floating. You and so, again, I mean? it just reminds us like that. Yeah, he he does love Monster Girl, and that he's just so affected by this. Mm-hmm. I love and... this. I love this panel of Mark waking up. You know, sorry to wake you. Like, <laughs> just him, just kind of waking up a little bit. It just he just looks cool. The art is just so good in this issue, and everything with him and his daughter. Uh, you know, Sherry handing him like just you turn the page. Would you like to hold <laughs> her? And, the... and you didn't even realize that. Like, wait a minute. The last time we saw her, her leg was off and they showed up on the Vilchmite ship. You don't even, didn't even realize that this was about to happen. Yeah. We lost her for a second, Ryan, but we got, we got you back. Yeah. Got thank back. goodness. Oh, okay. But yeah, I was just talking so, about, yeah, I probably jumped in because Tara, I was jumping Yeah, around. the baby. It's fine. Tara, it all yeah. works. You know we what I'm talking it. about. This, yeah. this scene is yeah. just <laughs> awesome. Wiping the tears from his eyes. Yeah. Oh. And, and the wonderful line, your life is going to be so screwed up. Yep, I'm sorry. Yep, yep. Asking how Eve's doing, you know. Uh, God. Yeah, him him just nice, talking to her. Nice design on the robot leg. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it is pretty cool. I like how different it so, is. It's not. It doesn't just look like a robot, like from robot. It it actually looks yeah. like a, a really cool new design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how she, he hands her to hands her to Eve. Uh, her life is going to be so screwed up. I I already told her. And just that one good, and, and it, it so, it's kind of like also a bit of a good sign of like that Eve, like she's after all they've just been through. She's like, okay, I'll give you another shot, and she's trying it, to give him another shot, and then but then. What he's been through. Yeah, it does feel a little jarring to me. Kind of at the same level of how upset she was with him when he showed up. And now to be like, oh, come here, you big. It's like, wait a minute. I mean, I know they just went through some shit together. Well, yeah. Hey, hey man. They, they just She just had a baby and she's... and she, Missing she's a limb. Holding, and she's missing a limb. And one of her best friends blew up their house. So... Yeah, yeah. It, it's... It, it's it's just odd that in this moment in this scene together they don't mention Rex. I think that's what did it to me was that like she she, she didn't go so Rex huh or so robot huh and Marco's yeah you know he left me there and and like there even just a moment where there where she acknowledges and there is that realization that like oh damn like you were right I didn't listen or something but well. Cause she had she I mean, had made up she, her she, mind she had made yeah. up her mind like what has changed since then. Um, she just gave birth. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and she, and he say, and he was right about robot, and like yeah. warning her, and like so. She I guess saved it goes. Life. It just goes so without just like, saying, you know, that yeah. she like it's obvious that yeah, know, he was left there by robot. Yeah, she she was. It's it's just I don't know. It it happens really quick, and then <laughs> yes. all that juxtaposed with the fact that Mark is standoffish right now because of what happened with between him and Anissa that there's a lot going on and it's only one page you know well I mean hey that's why this is an amazing volume and that's why I love this volume is like there's so much going on it's just like it's just a flurry of emotions and Mm -hmm. shocking things that are happening and it's just all bam and then we got that one little uh, one okay all right and this is part of like what what makes it like (laughs) why Kirkman doesn't make it easy because he has Anissa save Monster Girl already, uh, like already, kind of a yeah, redemptive like, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, well, I don't know. There, there's a great thing by, by by George R. R. Martin once said is like, no one is wholly evil and no one is wholly good, mm. and someone that can be terrible can still do a good thing, and someone that's really nice can still do awful things. So it's never that simple. It's mm-hmm. never that simple. It's like. And like it's like well, Thrag had some points. It's like it's 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 stuff like that. It's it's and, and as we're going through right now is that, and we're, and we're going to deal with is that robot though. Like he 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 does immediately shape. He he takes over the world, but then he does make the world better. So it's like, oh, it's hard to debate because yeah. like it's like what you've done is awful, but the results. Like it would be easier to debate this if 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 you just made it. If you just like we're we're just terrible at this, yeah. yeah if, if this was like Jupiter's legacy, it was like yeah, oh yeah, but you took over the world and you stink at this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like no, like ooh, and we get the first flashes of that, but yeah. yeah. And then the scene with him and the Vilchmites is what I was talking about earlier with him, him like starting to stagger his speech yeah, a little bit I, and yes. then saying like I'm sorry, I'm I'm dealing with a lot right now. <laughs> it's getting harder to multitask. Give me a minute, and you see Craig like look over at Nolan like for real like yeah yeah 
But then, well, did you see that he's so not only is is he going through and eliminating the threats like with the um, the heroes, but he kills Doc Seismic. Yeah. When and it and it looks like Doc Seismic was planning some sort of massive takeover. Um, well, yeah, it was because really, he destroyed like the, the the last volume. It's like okay, we we, we now we're going to come more prepared, and this was right. like the their, their second invasion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, like, look at look at those handled. huge creatures like yeah. in the background and, and robots. They're the size of like, buildings. Bigger. It's crazy. Yeah. Like because it shows them a, a multiple robots in the background and stuff like that. But and this is one hell of a splash. This is just oddly can draw and just like like he wow. has like lava slides like Iceman. Yeah. Like that's yeah, so dude. cool. Yeah, it, it, took, it took me a second to figure out like what he was on. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, his legs are on it, so it's a lava slide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's so like like what you were saying, but like this is a character that was in like the one of the first few issues of Invincible, who has gone through this crazy ridiculous arc and had just be reborn, only to just be cut down at his height, yeah, on, on one page, you know. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then we get you know we get uh, all the cuts, you know. Going through, going to see the president, talking to D.A. Sinclair and Immortal and all that kind of stuff. And um, So, oh, that, that that one little... So this is also, like, something that's interesting of just Robot, like, suddenly goes from being... Something that was, like, kind of fun about Robot is now just creepy of just, like, he's doing all this at the same time. He's, same like, time. he's, like, he's being heroic. He's also being monstrous. He's also, like... Like telling you, like you will now build my army of drones, so I will always be able to do this, like of my super drones. It's like, yes, sir. And he's talking to the president, and he's having this conference with, with the Viltrumites all at the same time. It's like, damn. Yeah. And like something yeah. that, that that used to be like fun, but I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So he explains to the the Viltrumites that you know, obviously, this would benefit us both. You you want nothing more than a perfect utopia, a perfect breeding ground, you know, for for your race to continue. Uh, it, opposing me would only lead to more Viltrumite deaths, which is counterintuitive to what you want. It doesn't help what I want. We should just just stay out of it, basically, and, and it's a win win. And uh, and it's yeah. left in you know he says I propose we work together. And, yeah. and the issue ends with that, um, uh, along with Eve, basically. So let's gearing, talk about this. So, t- t- so TJ, what do you what did you think about this of of this of this kind of follow up conversation and her like saying, and her just saying, okay, look, like I didn't want you to f- pursue Angstrom Levy on the, like the the chance that he might like attack us, but like no, this like I'm a superhero and like this is like what robots doing right now. Like I can see that. Yeah. So, like her basically forgiving him and saying like okay no 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 this is different and this is something that like this isn't you being angry and impulsive this is you being a hero doing what you're supposed to be doing well i mean uh i can uh, it's it's one of those things again where you can come from either side (laughs) but the again the way i read it is i think he's being uh, invincible protects the people that he doesn't know the same way he protects his family. Like obviously he cares more for his family, but he, he, I don't know. I'm kind of on Mark's side more than Eve's when it comes to going back and, and trying or going into another dimension and trying to take care of Angstrom Levy. I I I think it's more of the same thing. I think that the difference in the situation and Eve is right is there was no threat before it was, 
the the there was a chance of there being a threat, but now there's a threat happening. Yeah. There's a legitimate threat happening. You need to go out there. It's kind of like it's kind of like me rushing out to stop the guy who bought a gun because he could use it to shoot my family mm-hmm. versus you know someone what I mean? who's in your house with a gun versus someone yeah. who's in my in my house shooting my family you know what i mean like yeah, yeah but it's, hey, it's you, more you than said that you didn't though. want me to but, act irrationally yeah. so i'm gonna sit on the couch and let him murder you like yeah it's but completely it's more different than, scenarios it's it's more than just that scenario though that no, that exactly no you're wrong <laughs> it is <laughs> i love what i've started <laughs> Angstrom Levy keeps coming back. He always yeah. comes back, and he always like creates that again. So Mark wants to take care of that and make sure that it doesn't that it doesn't happen again. So I understand where Mark is coming from. So for sure, like like the, of course, this threat in the current situation that is currently happening is more threatening because it's already happening. But the, I mean, it could happen with Angstrom, and I understand why he wanted to take care of that. The interesting thing about this conversation was that Eve says all that, that this is very real, unlike the Angstrom thing. You sit on the sidelines during that, you're stupid. And Mark, like, cracks a joke, and that's it. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing more to it. It's like, she calls him out. He, he... He doesn't color color out on it. He doesn't fight it anymore. He's just like, yeah, we don't really get any more on this except for the fact in 133. Like, like she's calling him out on this again. Like, yeah, this is just who he is. And he just kind of goes with the flow, whether it's in another dimension or it's on his home dimension. I mean, he's just going to go punch the bad guy. And that's just kind of who Mark is. He's kind of a dumb-dumb yeah. sometimes, and he's impulsive. <laughs> and he's just going to go fight the bad guy regardless of where it is. And sometimes it, it leads to other dimensions where he's st- stranded for years, but... <laughs> so you got to be. Yeah. Sometimes you, you you can't change a person so much, but you can make him recognize. Yeah, yeah. Their faults, but yeah. yeah. And 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 Eve, I think Eve takes the uh, is is the smarter one in this situation, and and that kind of shows. Yeah. Um. So, what we didn't talk about before we get on, although it's also getting up to the next issue. Um, final issue is, is final issue is is what's really like what starts to like this is the start of the hint of like that oh kirkman is not going the way you expect is that basically he robot perfectly kind of like in in the similar to when thrag was presenting like why like no 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 like we're here and like no you're not going to do anything about it of like of just he points it out logically he's like okay look like you you can fight me and you'll probably win but I'll kill some of you guys, and like that's not what you want. Like you're already on the close to extinction, so just like, and that's like where it's just like instantly he takes the the Viltrumites, the only people that could really threaten him, off the table, just kind of instantly. I'm just like, it's like yeah, it's not in our interests. Yeah, I'm sorry, son. It's just like yeah, it's not. Yeah, and that's when I mean Nolan has that conversation with Mark in this yeah. issue, right? In yeah. one fourteen. Yeah. Which which is such a fun play off of the previous three issues, the cover. In, yeah. in instead of having all the faces in the panels up above, it's just all the, the bones. Skulls. Yeah. yeah. Great cover. Great cover. Um, and Yeah. So yeah. Mark showing up on the moon, interrupting the conversation, you know, backhanding uh Anissa. She tries to help him up. And um 
and yeah, Nolan talking to him about that, uh, and Nolan saying like, "Well, what if he's right? A peaceful Earth only full, uh, fulfills furthers the Viltrumate agenda." And um, I love this scene with Mark and Eve though, and and yeah, Mark just says, "I'll stop him, Al," and he goes, "Eve," she says, "Do it," and then I, he love just it. I, I love takes it. Takes off, like, yeah, <laughs> like the yeah. permission, the, the last second permission, like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, Eve." Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, hey, it was like, okay, now I'm, now I'm a dad, and so it was just like, mom, do you give me permissions? Like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then we get. Uh, so he is learning. He is learning. He's like, okay, like, all right, Eve. He's like, yes. Oh, he knows better. He knows better after 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 <laughs> after what he's just been through. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. He knows better to ask. <laughs> just ask. Yeah. But I like even more when when Nolan says. um he could ruin everything, and she says, "No, he's gonna fix your mistake." Oh yeah, fix your mistake. Yeah, yes, um, great line. Like Eve great talking line. back to Nolan, like is, is and, pretty cool. And okay, all right. When you hear that line and you think, "What's gonna happen next?" You're thinking, "Okay, robots gonna finally get what's coming to him. This is gonna be one giant smackdown, and Invincible's gonna." Win the day, right? Oh yeah, you got the cover, like, you got be... the all the all the bones and the broken robot mask. Like you think this is gonna be a brawl, and it's it is not. <laughs> and okay, then we get to and okay, so Zandel is like, you first meet Zandel. I was like, okay, bulletproof. Okay, cool. All right, <laughs> he's in invincible costume. Cool. Yeah. You find out more and more about him, and as you find out more and more, it's like, oh, this guy's not is not like as selfless uh, as he's got some issues uh, he's got some issues and like just this and and i completely understand why zandel does what he does mm-hmm. like he, he honestly is making in a lot of ways like it's defeatist but at the same time it's like i'm I'm trying to save you guys yeah i'm i'm trying to save you guys so it's just like it's like if we surrender he won't kill us yeah yeah like, it's like He's kind of already acknowledged, like we've lost, guys. Yeah. We've lost. Like, so just like, so just surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's really not. Yeah, he isn't. But he probably saved all their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, do you want to live it, in a cage? It's, it's interesting right. how how his character goes on to just kind of be that that right hand man kind of role. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's as as he's. Like the the next volume, he just like embraces like his two. He gets the, the two faced scar. Yeah, and just like like yeah, that this is what I am. Like this mm-hmm. is what I am. Like I'm I'm two faced. I'm I'm not invincible at all. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm just yeah. I'm kind of a like I'm a bad dude, really. Yep. Or not not a bad dude, but like he's just yeah. Scarred. He's complicated. <laughs> yeah. Scarred. Yeah. 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 That's a perfect way of putting it. Oh man! So then, then, so, then, yeah. then instead of the the beatdown, we get a discussion, yeah. a calm yeah. discussion. <laughs> yeah. uh, Marco's in swinging, wanting to 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 take him out, and uh, he learns pretty quickly that he he can't and he won't. Yeah, that's why we get the calm. That's why calm discussion because the harder he hits him, the harder it, it hurts Mark. Mm-hmm. So Mark realizes there's nothing he can do. Plus, there's tons of like additional robots a whole army of robots behind them there's nothing you can do except to have that calm discussion yeah and these and these drones are serious business the, these are not like kind of like the the paperweight ones that just kind of like 
take one punch. Like the only ones that were, were ever so far in this volume were doing any damage were the invincible Re- Reanimen. Yeah, and he came up with like a good contingency even for that. Yeah, I, I really like. I'm gonna bring up this 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 uh, this conversation uh, or this this part of the conversation because at one point Mark is saying just stop this madness and I really like what what Rex says here he says this madness Mark I've assumed control over 100 law enforcement agencies worldwide in the six hours since this happened I've prevented over 9,000 deaths I've already put systems into place that are changing the way crime is fought and I've already incarcerated Titan slaying Mantis Mauler and Embrace criminals who've been at large for months stopping this madness would cost lives not save them so I ask you what are you fighting against can I talk about just the the one line he says earlier just of I stranded you in another dimension. I ripped off your girlfriend's yeah. <laughs> leg. Would an apology work? <laughs> and then you get you get the action lines of Mark being like, like yeah. what? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A question is: We saw like a montage of him going through all across the world, just killing off you know heroes with with no remorse, with like like having no issue with it at all. Why doesn't he just fucking kill Mark right here? Why? What's your thoughts on that? Well, as he was saying earlier, it's it's basically he's only used force for other than like the the villains who are straight up villains. It's it's pretty much he only is opposing people that that clearly are would oppose him. But Mark is clearly opposing him, right? But it's also that he can take Mark in, or or at least like he can. He's trying to convince him, like, look, and, and like later on, what we saw when, when when Zandale arranged, like, I'd rather take you a prisoner. I don't want to kill you. Like, and he keeps on like saying that to everyone, even to Monster Girls, like, just join me. I don't want to have to do this. But like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he, he has tolerates zero opposition, and I guess it's just because he's, which what, what Invincible is gonna say or later is like. Look, I've already won. Like, I've already won. So, like, why are you even trying to fight me? It's like, you can't beat me, and I've already won. So, like, what are you trying to even do? I wonder if I wonder if you're, you're punching like, against the wind. Like TJ, I I didn't really think about it too much the way you put it. Like the like you asking that question, and 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 I'm sitting here thinking about it, and and listening to Jamie talk about it, and I think, like. I can't really come up with a good reason because towards the but end yeah, of their conversation, he's question. saying, yeah. he's, he's saying, uh, don't make me kill you. Please, I'm begging you, Mark. Don't make me. I don't want to. I want you to live I a believe- long, happy life, same as everyone else on this planet. I want you and Eve to be happy. I want you to raise your child and live in peace. Don't make me prevent that from happening. And And it's like, so there's that. There's the fact that he could have just killed Mark instead of stranding him in another dimension. Why didn't For he sure. kill him? Right. Maybe it's because of the title of the trade paperback. Like, <laughs> seriously, maybe there is just the humanity I mean, that is well, left but he in wasn't Rex. friends with all of the other people that he killed. He didn't really right, care but, about well, well, right, but he, he I, even says, I mean, he robot says, truth is, I could have killed you, could have killed Eve, too, but I didn't. I'm not a different person suddenly. I'm not a monster. I didn't kill anyone I didn't have to. I don't mm-hmm. want to kill you. I like you. I'd send you back to that dimension if the machine I constructed didn't require lingering energy from Angstrom Levy to work. Um, d- 
Did you figure that out yet? Yeah, seems those doorways died with him. So he pretty yeah. much. So TJ's question, question is why TJ's question is why isn't he? Why isn't Mark someone he has to kill? Exactly. Okay, all right. All right. Actually, I, okay. I, I got a bit of an answer Mark, for that. I would so, think that Mark is more uh, more of, of a, a threat, threat to him than any of the other people that he killed. Well, one Mark represents more because he is he's basically the the number one hero of Earth now. Like he's supplanted he's supplanted his father as as the number one hero of Earth, and he's also he's seen that that Mark can can see this point of view. Like he's worked with with Cecil and he's worked with Dinosaurus, and like so he's trying to. Of all people, he he wants to win. It's clear he wants to win Mark over. I, I think he, he, if, he basically I think he, wants to win. Like he wants Mark's approval in a strange way that he won't ever admit. Is because he he just says like, well, come on, Dinosaurus, like you were, and I was like, I admire what you did with Dinosaurus because that was. Yeah. Because that's basically what my plan was. I think if he didn't have a existing relationship with Mark, he would have killed him. Like, yes. I mean, really, that's what it is. I mean, he's giving him leeway. He's, he's giving him some slack because of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people might be a threat. And he doesn't really have much of a relationship. So that threat just needs to be neutralized. But he's willing to work with Mark. He's telling, I'm begging you, please don't make me kill you. I, I probably should. But I'm not going to because of who you are. I could have killed Eve. I could have done this. But I don't want to because I'm still a human. Because I still care about you guys. And I know you have reason. I know that you can accept what I'm doing is the right thing. And and do the right thing. And maybe that means leaving Earth. But I know that you can see my way of thinking. And I'm giving you the chance one last time to not not let me kill you. I I agree with everything you're saying. And I think that that is the answer. right? But I think that I don't like it. That is the, answer. <laughs> yeah. the the reason why I don't like it. The reason why I don't like it is because I think we can all agree that Robot had more of more of a relationship and more of a more interaction with Cecil than he did with Mark. Yeah, and he was so quick Girl, to kill Cecil. Obviously, but he didn't yeah. even think about killing Cecil. He just but, did it. But here's so, like, the, here's I, the thing. Cecil's Cecil more of a threat. Yeah, Cecil's here's more the of a threat. For sure. The, the sure. relationship sure. versus their their threat is, I mean, that's where it is. I think the threat of Cecil was higher than his relationship with Cecil. Whereas Mark, and I think that it's offset a little bit more. Mark's ability to say he won at the end of this and and allow this to Proves happen it. is exactly why he allowed him to live because he knew that Mark had that ability. Cecil probably wouldn't. Cecil you think would Cecil would have given up and let him. this right. happen? Oh, hell right. no. Like, so, I, I just, I just right. think he, it's a... 100% like robot was right to kill C- cecil because cecil would never accept like only i can be this like yes. it, like if, if, if it's not me like it, it's no one so it was like hell no hell but no that's, he would... that's why i understand that that is the answer to this like the reason why the trade is called friends i get it i know that that is the answer i just feel like it's a very skinny leg to stand on okay i just I don't but know. to be That's fair just my that is my invincible opinion. it is all the gray the gray areas and it is everything the fact that we have to debate this the fact that we have to talk yeah. about it and you have to ask those questions is why we love it and why we're talking about it to begin with well and this is why it's my favorite volume and this is why yeah. it's like all the discussion we're having right now I and remember it. also that what we haven't talked about right now is like he still says like i'm the good guy and you know what this is it's new. It's a new way of doing things of yeah, fighting like evil. 
of saving the world and it's messy and it's imperfect but it's effective but Which most been... of all it's new yeah don't be scared of the new embrace it welcome it accept it and and that's kind of like that that's, that's the been thing, a thing like... since africa like that's always yeah. been like mark struggling to to understand how do you how do i do this without just going around punching guys like i want to mm-hmm. do more i want to make changes and that's again the evolution of what happened with the dinosaurs arc mm-hmm. and it's 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 oliver like saying well have you ever thought that father yes. might have been right and it's like sometimes mm-hmm. and just like that it's just like slowly like that the kind of simple morality that you think this is going to go down is like it's not that easy mm-hmm. and so this is also the question and later on in later volumes i'm would love to he- gonna love hearing you guys talk about mm-hmm. although i've already he- heard you talk about it in, <laughs> in in the single issues but like when robot later like when they they finally re-meet after like five years like it's like oh well isn't this such a beautiful world and it's always clear that like for whatever reason it's not and I do agree. It's a, it's a fair critique, TJ. I will say, but the, like, it's just that is that robot really does respect and like Mark on this kind of deep level, and he really wants Mark of all people. He wants Mark's approval. He wants Mark to to be on his side. And so just like it's like, well, look at all the things I've done. Like so many few people have died in this war. Uh-huh. Aren't I just wonderful? Mm-hmm. And your father supports me. Why? Like, isn't this wonderful? Yeah, I do. I I agree with that. I just never got that feeling that Mark, that robot had that relationship with Mark to where he needed Mark's approval. I never got that in a past relationship or any conversations that he's ever had. So I like, I agree with that. You're right. Like that is why, but why is that the case? I think that that's what I struggled with. Yeah. Probably again, because, because, is that Invincible is the the top hero. Because it's like, in some ways it's like, that, and because he's also an intellectual, he's he's a, he wants to, in some ways, like, get him to join him, and it's that the intellectual side is like, well, I can physically beat you, but I, I, I won't have beaten you if I just physically beat you. I must intellectually beat you, and that must mean, like, I must get you to see my my way of things and it's also a bit egregious because like it's like well but you were doing this with dinosaurs so why can't you just see mm-hmm. things my way well yep. it's like one it's like because i recognize that was a mistake yep uh i want to bring up two two quick things so, and we got to wrap this up i uh, i have an email from uh, uh jordan gilbert that i want to read but uh okay. i do want to bring up the fact that uh during that conversation robot mentions that he is not taking credit and he doesn't want to take credit yeah no okay, one will so know who he yeah. is because that's an important thing to bring about with his psyche and and the ego and everything like that because that kind of changes uh, uh as the series yeah. goes on um that as well as the, the the way the issue ends with the flashbacks is always really cool just getting to yeah. see that and see throughout the years you know from the first appearance of robot to you know all the different uh, you know milestones that he's had is is a really poignant way of ending this uh this volume and this yeah. th- that arc well just it's a great reminder of one of of that he of where he's gone and and mm-hmm. where he's at now just yeah. amazing and okay i said it at the kirkman panel i'll say it again this is my favorite moment of of the comic of just of just eve like saying like well, what happened mm-hmm. and just that that one line just he won yeah it's like holy crap it's like like no Yep. Robot won. He he took over the world. 
Uh-huh. And he it's crazy. Did, like he didn't have to beat up Invincible to do it. He just talked him out of it. it was like and just made him give up. Mm-hmm. It's like and, wow. And the next arc, the next issue doesn't even go to Earth. <laughs> yep. And it's a great issue. Yep, it is. Bring on the battle beast. All well, right. Then, yeah, then that's a perfect fun way to go after all this right? heavy dark stuff is like, Just, hey, some fun stuff. Yeah. Here's the beatdown that you were promised. So yeah. this is uh, an email from Jor- our friend Jordan Gilbert. He says, hey, guys, this may be a long letter, so I apologize in advance. It's not that long. Uh, my wife got me the third compendium for Valentine's Day, so my collection is finally complete, and it got me reminiscent about how good this damn comic is. I still actively listen to you guys, of course, and coincidentally, last month's episode started off with Compendium 3, so I'm on track with you guys. I have to say that Friends is probably my favorite arc from Invincible, due to the fact that there are so many problems that Mark is dealing with, along with making the conflict with robots so real. Not only was he dealing with Rex, but with the rape, Eve not wanting to be with him, the birth of Terra, and his dad's empire not helping him against Rex. The same self-conflicts that have made me love this comic since day one. Funny quick question for you. How hilarious would it be if Seth Rogen was cast as Omni-Man? But let's just say but let's just say he does a complete 180 and kills the role and is all serious with it and got in extreme shape for it. It's just funny to think about. Love always, Jordan. P.S. I hope you guys are doing okay with this virus shit going on out there. I know New York was one of the first states on lockdown for this, and I hope it blows over sooner rather than later. Stay safe and healthy. Thanks, Jordan. Hope you're staying safe and healthy as well. I cannot imagine seth rogan as nolan but it is funny not even a little bit it is funny to think about i will say rogan can act like um having seen steve jobs and him as wozniak he really can act. i still haven't seen that one i need to it's it's not a great movie i will say Mm. like um it's 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 really a it's a good at home watch because it's just like three episodes uh, the of steve jobs in his life yeah and the scenes with Wozniak are some of the best, just because their relationship. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. Kirby and Kirby and Lee of just like who's the real genius, who's who gets the credit, yeah, and all that kind of debate and fascinating. Mm-hmm. And like Wozniak really bring uh, not Wozniak, Rogan can really bring it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we know for yeah. sure he's going to be a voice, but uh, yeah. as far as the live action, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But that I, mean, I can't imagine he. Go ahead. I can't imagine he won't be something in it. But like, I could just see him as like a funny alien. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll 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 find his way in there somehow. But the uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you so much, Jamie, for doing this. This was probably one of the most introspective, in-depth like chats we've had about uh, during a new reader or a rereader. So this was a yeah. ton of fun. This is so much fun. Thank you guys for having me. It, of this course. Has been a blast. Can you pimp out at least like a Twitter handle and somewhere yeah. somewhere that what is the best way for people to find your stuff or to find your pimp your... out? Okay, um, <laughs> yeah. Go go to go to um, Facebook.com and uh, Olympian Comics. You can find uh, three free comics on there um, that I did. Uh, one is a cowboy fighting a wizard and uh, a zombie comic and um, a vampire cowboy comic. So yeah. Awesome. Check out that and, stuff. And I'm going to remind you right now, if you can, shoot me uh, uh, some of that, some of those links in an email, and I'll include them in the show notes. Okay, will do. And uh, that does it for this episode. Uh, remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next month with a new episode. Otherwise, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, this 
month's outro song is going to be Like Clockwork by our friend Wyatt Lane. So check out his stuff over on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And that does it. Everybody stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Uh, and, you know, we'll see you all in a month. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, TJ. And again, thank you, Jamie, for joining us for this. This was a lot of fun. Of course. Yeah. All right. All right. Good night, guys. Wow, that was crazy. Thanks. (laughs) And thanks for staying up late to do this. Of course. No problem. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye, everyone. You both are so crashed. <laughs> I, I am like, so here's the thing. Like once I open up a bottle of wine, I don't want it to sit. <laughs> Do you so see how TJ's talking right now? I once know. I open a bottle of wine. Once so I open drunk. a bottle of wine. <laughs> I am for real drunk. So I'm going right to bed. Oh, I got, right. real, I got real scared when he asked you a complicated question. I was like, oh boy. Here we go. Yeah. I was in it. <laughs> I was in it. You started. You, you started a little, and then you got yeah. there. You got there. I the thought end. you were gonna like go that way when you should have gone that way. Like I was like, where is TJ gonna take this? And I saw that Bill was ready to jump in. <laughs> Bill was ready. Like I'll, I'll take this. I'll take this. <laughs> it all worked out. It, it all worked out. All right. All right. Good night, guys. I'll see you later. All right. Good night. Bye.